Episode 101. We made it 100 episodes. This is now... Actually, that's not quite true. Did you guys know that? There no. are a couple extras. Uh, there are. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about point. that. <laughs> There's well, the last RCHN live extras. show, I think, at uh, RCHN. Yeah, and then there's the 20-minute teaser at the very yeah. beginning. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really count, though. Sure it does. <sighs> yeah, I suppose. Well, here we are. Nick's here, Justin's here, Jesse's here. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. And uh, we got a treat for you guys. We're going to, we asked you guys to give us some memorable moments. And I got a few emails. And, and so what we did is the four of us kind of went through and we picked, picked out some moments in the history of RCHN. And it's, it's kind of a strange coincidence. A lot of the things that we picked, we're also picked by quite a few listeners, so it worked out well. A little less work for us to get those clips together. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, so here we are, and uh, gosh, it feels it feels strange because it's been a while since we've just kind of like we've been really busy moving or traveling around to Washington. I came out to to Snohomish. Haven't had a chance to really sit down and shoot the shit with you guys for a while. So let me hear who, what you guys, what have you guys been up to? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Not it. Not it. I'll, I'll go first because it's short and sweet. It always is. Un, probably unlike Nick and Justin. <laughs> I actually haven't been doing any fly. <laughs> I let that, I let that one I've, go. I I've just, just seen the string of texts rolling in going, oh man, they're going to have a lot to talk about this week. So <laughs> <laughs> no, since Nahomish, I actually haven't got out and done any flying. I've just been uh, slowly wrenching on the nitro, which I drove in at Snohomish, caught the tail, so got all the parts ordered for that, and I've I've just been slowly wrenching on it, still sitting here, still not ready to fly. I'm just kind of using this uh, couple weeks, I think, just take a little break, heading to uh, heading to Vegas this weekend, and then hopefully nice. after that, I'll be hitting it hard again. That is the plan. That's the plan. So, Dude, other did, than did, that, did the nitro take more damage than it looked like it took initially? No, it. I mean, I'm amazed. I so I was doing tumbles, obviously way too low. Caught the tail. What I is completely. It, wait a minute. What is it with you and tumbles? <laughs> well, this was. It was kind of a tumble. It was kind of just folding the tail under. Yeah, but seriously, I think. I guess. I like think you're right. Percent of your crashes. Are I also tumbles. blew up the seven HV doing tumbles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just feel yep. like I just feel like I can get lower than I actually can. Just run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's really not a good explanation for it. 
So I, I just, thought that I could get like Devin LeBlanc low, but yeah, I, was I got like, Jesse okay, Simonson low. <laughs> I still got like a couple. I, got, I still got like a couple inches where the tail blades hit the ground. Let's let's try one a little lower. Why not? It yeah, didn't didn't work. <laughs> so no, I, I I couldn't believe it for how like how bad the crash looked at first. You know, the the whole tail case goes flying off. The boom's cut into like three pieces. Oh yeah, dude. The tail case was recovered like forty feet behind the flight yeah, like line some, by some, some dude's up. car taps me on the shoulder and is like i think this is your tail case (laughs) and then i went i went and kept flying while you picked up the pieces and you went back to the bench or to the pits and i ended up finding your destroyed receiver pack yeah like 20 or 30 feet from the crash where i landed which at the time i didn't even realize that was gone because you know i crashed and i'm like man why can't i kill the throttle not even realizing the receiver pack was no longer on the heli Mm-hmm. So luckily, before I crashed, I clearly got throttle hold. So that that was good that I didn't have a little chicken dance with the nitro there. That would have that would have probably made things way worse than it was because as it is right now, it was just the boom, torque tube, blades, and a tail servo gear. Oh, that's not too bad at all. Wow, it didn't even strip any torque tube gears or nothing for, for catching the tail on the ground. Yeah, I was I was very very surprised. So. Really not too bad. I just got to get the uh, get the servo gears installed and should be good to go. I do have one other little thing, which Dan might not not might not approve, but I'm still gonna <laughs> still gonna talk about it real quick. It, it actually has to do with quads. Oh, here we Uh-oh. go. I, I know. Here we no, go. No, actually, didn't see that coming, did you, Dan? So, I didn't. I thought it was gonna be something about a compass. Well, that which would be worse. I mean, really. Well, it's kind of sixes, really. Yeah. <laughs> so no the during during the first week of school we always have a couple outdoor concerts and so i went to the one on wednesday and i saw that there's you know on the perimeter there's these guys flying a quadcopter taking video and i was like hmm, that's interesting and then i see him smashed into a tree <laughs> oh. so I'm, like, I'm like all right these guys definitely need some help so i set up a meeting with the wsu production team and these guys are all out of school paid guys they basically make videos for the college and so they didn't have a clue about RC, so kind of dove in, started educating them, and they uh, want me to come help them out, get some quads tuned, and do some flying for them, and haul a camera around. Dude, nice. that's awesome! So that's sweet, go, dude. Trying to get you know get get some people educated, get them some good gear. I think they already got a simulator, so you know going in the right direction. So hopefully, hey, do we me a see. favor, Jesse. Just don't fly it over a crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I won't <laughs> trust me. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm looking forward. If you to do, that. make they, sure it's a crowd of plankers. I mean, if you're going to fly it over, or, crowd, oh yeah, yeah or, I mean, yeah, you're right, you're right. That'll or make like, it so much better. Or drunk college students. I mean, who's gonna? You know, no one's gonna care. Dude, I'll catch it. I'll catch it. <laughs> yeah, just don't get too low. <laughs> so no, it could be fun. I mean, they definitely have the budget to buy some nice equipment. So they're excited that I still had a year and a half left of school. So we'll see where it goes. You know what you need to do? You need to take the simulator. And secretly, when they're not watching, you crank up the rates on it like super high. Yeah. So it's really I hard t- to fly. I told you it was hard. <laughs> and then we call that job security. Yeah, exactly. There you go. go. That's right. Yep. I'll work on that. Or, and I can't, well, we haven't really had a chance to talk about this. What you could do, you guys, we watched that video at, when we were at Snohomish. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were sitting there. Oh, <laughs> the, dude. The that was... 
The yeah, one where it flew into the groom and the <laughs> yeah, bride? Yeah, don't do that. I mean, <laughs> if you don't do, make do sure that. you have a video of it. So I'm going to fly, and when I say duck, you better duck. You, I, I'm not kidding around. When I say duck, you better duck. You I mean, if, duck. if you have to hit someone with it, at least try to make it look like it was not intentional. <laughs> like you tried because to miss Because that video, them. dude, I mean, you, you see the home. thing pitching forward, like, I swore the guy was I was, was supposed to be the one to marry her, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he just that, drove that, that thing home. on purpose. I mean, had to. Have. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! No, I, I I promise. There's nothing like that in my future. That's good. That's much good. safer. Much safer than much that. Safer. <laughs> that sounds awesome, man. That's a, that's awesome. So what what a what a serendipitous moment. Oh yeah, that's a new word that I looked up. Ooh, serendipitous. Nice. <laughs> Someone's been on Google. <laughs> word of the day, kiddos. <laughs> <laughs> dictionary.com <laughs> so who's next who wants to go next i'm assuming jesse was done no yeah that's it that's no flying here yeah so, i'll jesse go. no fly stallmanson yeah only for another week trust me <laughs> <laughs> is that was that justin volunteering that was me i was volunteering huh unless you'd like to go nick um it's it's totally up to you i'm gonna you know what because of all of the uh the troublesome travels that you've acquired along the way, I will let you decide. <laughs> I almost think Justin, well, I guess, man, it's a hard call because Justin, you know, after you go, we might need someone to just bring the mood back up. <laughs> okay, so, so then let me, yeah, let's do the compliment, Sandra. Let me Google some okay. fart jokes. I'll stick myself in the middle here, and then I'll leave it to Dan and Nick to uh, to help yeah. out. Well, I guess I, I'll Google some fart jokes while you're talking. Perfect, okay. perfect. Yeah, get those queued up. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's been a long time since we've talked about what's going on, and there has been a lot. Obviously, we were all at the Snohomish Fun Fly. I had a blast with that, and let it be known that the final flight count was 35 flights. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. So, who ended up winning? Great. Who was the closest? Actually, you know what? I think that James and Kelly nailed it. Did they really? I'm pretty sure. I got to check the. I may be wrong on that, but I remember reading on the forums and actually posting, hey, you got the flight count exactly the, you know, right on. Or it may have been an email. I can't remember. But someone nailed it. Someone was spot on at 35. And there were 35 really good feeling flights, at least. I started to feel like I was getting back to actually progressing feeling comfortable like I had been doing this for a while, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. So, but, but there's always a, but (laughs) there's a whole bunch of nasty shit that happened in between (laughs) those 35 flights. Okay. So let's get started here. Are you not an easy path? (laughs) So I show up. So remember I I had the whole week off. So this was going to be like a week affair for me. I show up Wednesday morning. The freestyle 3D class is getting going on the north flight line. I go and set up shop on the south flight line. Start putting some flights in. About the fourth or fifth flight on my electric, I plug in the batteries into my Castle 160 Ice 2, and boom, lets out the magic smoke. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Really cool. So that that got us started there. The ESC blowing up in my face. Didn't worry about it. I flew the gasser for the rest of the time. Went home that night. Pulled the 
the jive, the heli jive, out of storage and stuck that on there, got back to flying. Next day comes around. I'm flying the hell out of the electric, which, by the way, I'll drop a little hint, or I already did in the live show, is a 7HV. Oh, yeah, it's a compass, Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm flying the 7HV, and and you guys, you, you remember, this is a, a field that is surrounded by bean fields. It's an inactive set of bean, or bean fields surrounded by active bean fields. So I'm up there doing my thing doing nothing crazy i was just doing some pyro flips and all of a sudden i hear a shotgun blast type thing go off get out of my bean field yeah (laughs) not that kind of followed by a rapid reduction in head speed and my 7hv plummeting to the ground without much that i could do about it go in go over there and check it out uh, and it, it didn't take too bad of a hit. It, it did this really interesting thing where the battery tray got shoved <laughs> through the right side frame, which is new to me. And I think even Jesse. Oh yeah, that's definitely, that was impressive. Yeah. I gotta say. So it took a while to diagnose things, but it turns out, uh, later that evening, Jesse and Nick and I looked at it and we think it was an anti-rotation pin coming out of the swash plate. Uh, and so that that would definitely have done it to add insult to injury. Of course, I actually I pulled the, the heli out of the dirt and there was a freaking green bean sticking out of the front of it. <laughs> do you want me to do, before you go on? Do you want me to add a little bit more? Uh, injury? Absolutely. Yeah. So I pull up and to the fun fly and I, I see Nick's truck and trailer and Jesse was putting up his tent and I kind of. I was kind of able to sneak up because none of you guys had seen my little commuter car before. Yep. So I mm-hmm. pull in and Jesse kind of looks and he goes, looks back at his tent and he looks back and goes, oh, Dan's here. And he walks over. Hey, man, how you doing? How was the drive? Justin already crashed his compass. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's like one of the first Dude, things you Dude, I was wondering how you heard that. <laughs> the first thing Dan says to me is like, Dude, I heard you crashed already. <laughs> I'm like, wow, news travels fast. <laughs> I have no recollection oh. of this. <laughs> I was like, are you sure that was me? <laughs> Killing me, man. I plead the fifth. <laughs> anyway. Did I say yeah. it or did yeah, I write you're right. it? <laughs> you're did right. I say it or did I write it? Oh. <laughs> no, you said it, dude. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. <laughs> Nevertheless, I got it back together, flew that and the gasser and the nitro for most of the rest of the fun fly. Uh and let's see here. So the 7HV is the first new helicopter. Hmm. I don't know why I went with hey, it. Hey, wait a minute. Wait yeah? a minute. No, you can't quit on the 7HV topic. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> You don't remember? If you're referring to the other crash, <laughs> I'm going That's in chronological order t- here. Oh, chronological. I yeah, thought we were yeah, going yeah. in There's helicopter a, it's, a, it's a timeline, dude. You oh, got to okay, give me go an ahead. opportunity to get it out there. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Right? We started at the beginning of the fun fly, the blown up ESC, so on and so forth. So, yeah, <laughs> Nick already let the cat out of the bag here. But let's just say the rest of the flights passed. 34 of the 35 flights on the 34th <laughs> flight which is on sunday i go out and fly the 7hv and i yeah, i i i got nothing man i was doing nothing difficult nothing complicated <laughs> nothing weird on orientation <laughs> and i just decided that i would 
go up instead of down, and that was the end of that. You drove that shit in like a fence post. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It it went and now luckily it only went into the high weeds, like the six or eight foot weeds, which takes a lot of the sting out. It turns out that I had, let's see, a broken head link, a bent tail boom, a broken skid. Hmm. That's pretty much it. So uh, even after all of that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ah, Dude, you're killing me. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, my Contronic didn't power back up after that one. (laughs) You're really good at crashing. Yeah, that means. (laughs) So more good luck. That was a lot of fun. So I put a 35th flight in on the gasser just to even it out and called it a fun fly. But during the fun fly, I was continually pressured by Nick, Jesse, Jesse's girlfriend, Kayla, Dan, (laughs) and our good friend, Ken Peterson at Lower Heli to get another heli. And it turned out to be a Goblin 700. Welcome to the family. Gobble, oh, gobble. Yeah. Yeah. I will not refer to this any longer as the goblin. It's going to be the turkey leg. That's all. You, when you hear me on future shows say turkey leg or the TL, the TL 700, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Is that to mask the fact that it's a goblin? You want to confuse people? Yeah, there's, no, there's a just, lot of shame. Is there some shame? Because There's, there's really it's... actually no shame. Okay, so why did I do it? I did it because it's a unique design. And as an engineer, I can appreciate that. And also, I wanted to know what all the hype was about. Everyone makes a big deal out of these things. Is it worth it? So we're going to find out. In I about will a let year? you guys know. About a year? In about a year. Damn you, Dan. <laughs> Come on, man. And because you have no strength to stand up against peer pressure. It's okay, dude. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, we will too. I mean, yeah, all right. goes, okay, you're right. You're right. On it, so that's what. Nine, Nick, nine oh, months. dude, Nick yeah. was Nick was in just oh yeah, Nick. We're crazy just doing a, good a virtual. Form. We're just he, doing a virtual. He'd be like, he'd be right like now, dude, <laughs> dude, you. I, we got it. It's a great heli, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. You, you really just, just do it. Just do it, dude. Don't even think about it. He wanted to make dude, fun of you. He Dustin doesn't yeah. even know that I was like. I was tag teaming it. I'd go oh, over yeah. and I'd talk to him, be like, "So you just gonna make it happen or what?" I mean, uh, you know, what are you trying to do? Look at it all day, just do, just, just go buy it, get it over with. We'll make a couple jokes, everything will be okay. I would literally walk from Justin straight over to Ken. Ken, you got to make this happen, dude. This guy yeah. wants it. Oh He's yeah, dude. Ken, and Ken <laughs> was he was on his A game too. Yep. And then don't forget, you then you'd stop by me and say, dude, go talk to him. We can do this. We got it. And then, and then to top it all off, Kayla's like, just do it, Justin. She says, I'll, I'll come with you. Give me your credit card. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was the, uh, I guess, the icing on the cake there, the Goblin 700. So other than that, since the fun fly, I have not yet flown. I'm hoping to get out this weekend. It's a four-day long weekend, or it will have been once you hear this, for Labor Day. I, uh, I've i still got a couple of things to wrench on. I've been slowly wrenching, kind of like Jesse as well. But uh, hopefully everything will get back up in the air. And here's the other thing I want to talk about. Because of my bad luck with the ESCs, obviously blowing up a castle, which is now on its way to Kansas to get repaired, 
and damaging a Contronic, which is now on its way to Germany to get repaired. <laughs> I pick. <laughs> oh man! I I I said, you know what? Screw it! I I've got to get my electrics back up in the air, and I've always been interested in trying all the different ESCs. So I picked up a YGE one hundred and sixty. Just came in, and I'm working on getting that ready. And I just bought a Scorpion one hundred and sixty HV. So in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have a Castle one hundred and sixty. A Contronic Heli Jive, a YGE 160, and a Scorpion 160, and we're going to do a good old-fashioned ESC shootout. Ah. And look at internal governors only, because as you know, I'm on Team Bavarian Demon, and we do not have a fly barless external governor, so I've got to deal with what the speed controller manufacturers give me. Those and, not governor. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, do this do that again, government. dude. No, no, you can't. You can't repeat. It was that. it was a one time thing. <laughs> That's everything's a one time thing with me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I actually, know what I'm getting I'm, you for Christmas. What's that? I'm gonna get you one of those candy bending machines to put all your ESCs in, so you can just walk up and be like, "Today I need a E36. Go." <laughs> it's gonna spit one out. And you can <laughs> put that. One on. And then when you get all these ones uh, back in the mail, you just pop open the back and reload it. Oh, dude, you're not you're not kidding. I'm I've actually started to devise a plan for how I'm going to set up both helis so that I can do quick switch outs <laughs> of ESCs. I'm actually pretty excited. I mean, I feel like I I kind of got back to the flying thing at the fun fly. I'm going to get more. I'm trying to get more flying in going forward. I'm actually starting back up on the sim. That's crazy. And so I figure, why not? I'll, I'll test some stuff out. I'm sure there are people out there that are curious between those four ESCs what, what uh, my thoughts are. So we'll give it to them. There's got to be at least one out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I might say, uh, as a genuine compliment, I did notice that over the course of the weekend, uh, you're flying actually, like visibly to me, got better and smoother so i wanted i did want to make a point to say that i did notice that and and my hat's off and you can thank see you very the, much you could actually see the progression that's awesome i i will definitely take that compliment dude that means a lot i appreciate it sweet so let, me go more. A, let me go get a tissue real quick <laughs> <laughs> Need a i knew that was coming i, I and, and actually i was surprised that jesse beat you to it dan <laughs> that's usually your sort of a line i you know i was just i was trying to let you have the compliment no but you you only make fun of it when you know it's true so yeah so dan you want to go yeah that's sure. it for me let's hear it dan i got nothing whatever i'm only kidding uh, i really don't have a lot i um uh, you know the whole weekend thing flying sucks i'm not gonna lie you guys it sucks being being limited to the weekends, and you rethinking that whole job thing now? <laughs> yeah, it sounded real awesome on paper, huh? Oh, I'm gonna get a paycheck. This Wait, yeah, awesome. exactly. I'm, I was gonna get a paycheck, dude. I remember Holy all crap. those texts, dude. It's gonna be so cool. I'm gonna get, be getting paychecks. It's gonna be raining helis in here. It is too. <laughs> There's gonna be another one showing up here in a few days. 
Oh, it's oh. it's raining them, but they're not flying all that <laughs> much, <laughs> are they? <laughs> it's going to look like Justin's garage here pretty quick. There's a, there's a couple things that needed to happen. Uh, the big thing is the adjustment to a full work day. That took a little bit longer, but I've been noticing the past, well, especially after the Snohomish trip, because that really took a lot out of me. Uh, even when before... Those kind of trips. And that was an especially uncomfortable trip because I didn't have my usual, you know, arrangements with me, which make my existence a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Um, It -hmm. didn't take me, I was tired, but I physically, I I got, it didn't take me that long to get over it. And I've noticed in the last week that I'm starting to get, getting used to it. So I've been able to actually get some flying in after work uh, a few days of the week. Uh, But this weekend, I was looking forward to some really good flying. And I made some friends with some plans, or some friends with some plans, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. uh, Mm -hmm. So I left the flying field Saturday reluctantly, early. Uh, Still beautiful weather. Only to get all ready, drove 40 miles to find out the plans had been canceled. And oh. so by the time I got oh. back, I was like, dude, I just lost like Dang. four hours of flying. Anyway. Yeah, that's freaking gold. <laughs> I love that. Dang. In my world, yeah, I'd dude. almost kill for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so did you put out a hit on them? Uh, no, yeah. but I let them know in no uncertain terms that uh, if you're going to be canceling the barbecue, um, please let me know in the morning. Okay. That would be hey, boss. Uh, you want me to uh, make them go away, boss? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> take a little uh, sleep with the fishies. Yeah, Sunday rolls around, and um, boy, there was a lot of stuff to get done. So, I didn't get a chance to get, go flying on Sunday, but uh, the goblin that I crashed, Quinn's goblin, not mine. <laughs> I went actually went to try to get that thing back in the air, realized that I missed a part. And had to order some new parts in. So I'm going to get that flying this weekend. But um, yeah, so I mentioned there might be a new heli showing up in a couple of days. You guys want to want to take a guess? Or I must have missed that, dude. It, hmm. It's one of two. <laughs> I know what it is. What is it? I God, I, I hope I don't know what it is. I think <laughs> yeah. it's... Okay, I'm, I'm going to say that it is... And a line T Rex 800 E Pro DFC Super Gigantor Ultimate Combo <laughs> Deal. <laughs> what do you think it is, Nick? Um, do I have to say it out loud? Do it. <laughs> I've got this bad freaking feeling it's a Goblin 700. What do you think it is, Jesse? Oh, you can't and do I've- that. What I'm do you gonna mean go. I can't tell the truth. <laughs> no, I mean Dan can't do that. I've got a 700. We can't have the same thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> the guy He's who's flying a 7 Don't. HP. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> and that oops. was you getting it second. <laughs> yeah. Oops. What do you think it's going to be, Jesse? Uh, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say the the Thunder Tiger E700. I can promise you, it's not going to be that one. Then let me switch. 
T-Rex 700. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that call. part out, Dan. Yeah, good call. Good call. I didn't want, that wasn't my real answer. That was just testing the waters. <sighs> I guess we'll have to hide and watch. Really? Yeah. Now, yeah. wait a minute. Why not the E-700? I don't, just out of principle. What because principle? it's a Thunder Tiger? I guess. I don't know. I don't have a good reason. <laughs> it's like anything else. That's Dude, fair. I, after I saw what that thing went through... You're thinking yeah. maybe, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's, I couldn't do anything like that unless I made it hit the ground. <laughs> I do have a project coming up. I'm I'm making... I'm going to build another heli trailer. A small one. A flatbed to haul my scooter. Mm-hmm. And a generator. And a small box of parts. Guess where I'm going to get this frame from? You guys have seen it. And you're probably going to make fun of me for it. Harbor Freight. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, dude. Those aren't made for actual use. <laughs> Those, no. I mean, they look like they can be used. No, 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 no. But no. you don't Those... actually put that shit on the road. <laughs> no, those are made for Microsoft employees who go and buy like a Subaru Outback and think they're going to, it's all wheel drive and it's a tough car. So they're going to put a trailer in it. to tow a trailer. And tow a white plastic garbage bag to the dump, you know. <laughs> but it never actually gets the used. one garbage bag that's like bungee strapped to the back corner of this thing. <laughs> yeah, that, and the yeah. rest of the bed is completely empty. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the uh, deal. Here's the deal. I, you know, for trips like the Snohomish trip, I thought it'd be really nice to have. It would be nice to have something like that. Now, I've done been doing a little research. Talked to a few guys that have owned that have them. Here's the deal. It's it's a it's a place to start. There are a ton of modifications that need to be done to it. So like swapping out the axle, putting real tires on it, welding the frame together and adding, you know, some structural reinforcement in key locations. The idea is to have a small trailer that I can pull behind my small commuter car and just like phone a run to the field. But it kind of sounds like it's uh it's an RC trailer where you get the box of parts and you kind of have to build it. Is it is exactly. And that. and I'll tell you what, it's a it's a modeler's trailer. It is. You got to build it. It comes in dude. like four boxes, dude. But by it's the, a by hobby the time king you, trailer. Yeah, it's by it, the time yeah. you buy all that. It is a hobby king trailer. <laughs> well, I'm special. definitely not driving No, dude, you. you're right. <laughs> Harbor Freight is the hobby king of it is, like, it is. tools. Supplies so, and tools. Yeah. The idea is to build that, and mainly what I want it for is to haul that scooter around. So, we'll okay, see how, how it much goes. is it? Because that's always the key to the Harbor Freight. There's, they're really cheap. Well, price wise, it's going mean. to be about a fourteen hundred dollar trailer when it's all said and done. Oh, can't you just go buy one? Wow. Yeah. Dude. What, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Why don't? Oh, you got to put the scooter in it, huh? Shit. Never mind. What are you thinking? No, I, I, I forgot about the scooter. That won't work. Jeez, for that much money. I'm thinking you pay Nick $1,400 and don't ask any questions, <laughs> and he will get you the best damn scooter hauler you can, you yeah, can no ever kidding. imagine. It's got to be it's got to be uh, four feet by eight feet. And why did I just get nominated for that, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's it, it, all it the just, people here by the fitting. one that's supposedly the cheapest to buy off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone has a different perspective. <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll have to see how that goes. That's going to be a winter project. I'm gonna. My brother's going to help me do it. We're going to do it in his garage. So we'll see how that goes. The base trailer is only like 260 bucks, but you got to oh, get a new axle, that's, yeah. new wheels, and by the time you, you know, it's got to be welded. After, you know, you bolt it. You bolt. It's bolt together. It's like a Tinker Toy set, right? But then you got to <laughs> weld. You better it. get a bucket of Loctite. Yeah, then, a whole bunch no, of it's going to be welded. The bolts are just to true it up, and then once it's trued up, you weld it together. You, I mean, that's not what they, the instructions say. That's what all these guys that are that are building them are doing, making it work. Yeah, and they're adding some structural. It's supposed to haul like nineteen hundred pounds. Will your commuter car haul nineteen hundred pounds? Well, dude, I'm not going to put nineteen hundred pounds on it. I mean, <laughs> the most I'm going to have on it is the scooter at a hundred and. Well, I guess the new scooter is pretty heavy at uh, two hundred and five pounds. And then some heli stuff, and, and then some generator. heli stuff. You know, maybe five six hundred pounds. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I'm going to read about this in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I, and then, uh, yeah, that's that's really uh, about it. You know, I got, uh, I'm got. i looking forward to the long weekend. Going to get some flying in. <sighs> Do have to go into the office on Sunday and Monday. Ooh. Ooh. Those are the wrong days to go into the office. Yeah. You but you know what? Got it's it backwards. The, it's the only time... To go in and actually get work done when the phones aren't ringing. I question your dedication. Yeah. <laughs> to the hobby. Uh, yeah, not to work, to the hobby. I do too, actually, anymore. Yeah, this is clearly a misappropriation of dedication. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. The idea is to get everything settled down so I have more time. Never happens. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You just start, you, yeah, it never happens. I tried that once too, and I ended up in a padded room. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll start selling drugs, become a pimp. I don't know. Got any suggestions? Mm, not in Montana. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> is there enough demand for what either of those professions <laughs> in Montana? <laughs> Cheap. Rhetorical question. <laughs> Most pimps drive like Cadillacs or Mercedes. They don't drive Montana, Ford wagons. Pimps drive cattle trucks. <laughs> cattle trucks. <laughs> no, dude. Like Dan's going to roll back. up in his freaking Ford Escort hatchback uh, with a bunch of gold on him and like a animal skin jacket. I think he'll stand out. painted that picture. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting an electric, guys, and I got to tell you, I am getting a little tired listening to Nick and Jesse go on about their awesome charging cases. Justin, I'm thinking about getting myself a cage threat, man. What do you think about that? Dan, seriously, that is the last charger you will ever need. I mean, we're talking 2,000 watts of power out of a Meanwell power supply that goes into the iCharger 4010 Duo, and the screen is even detachable. So I suggest that you head over to ProgressiveRC.com and get one today, dude. So before we go into into what Nick has been doing, um, I want to... 
I want to gossip a little bit. Do you guys suppose that's all right? Can we gossip on the show a little bit? We never do that. No. <laughs> but I want to preface this. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. With this is, I have no idea how true or consistent or how reliable this this is. Doesn't matter if it's that's true. the best kind but, of information. <laughs> but there has been an, there was an and this is kind of serious. There was an accident recently uh, with one of the hosts of another podcast, RC Today. You guys hear about this? No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So first of all, let me say, I heard he is hurt and fairly substantially, and that sucks. But I want to give you guys, here's the gossip part of it. I don't know how true this is. So you guys out there that might know the story, feel free to email me, send me the hate mail. Let me know the real story. I can already feel the hate mail coming. Check this story out. Like I said, it's gossip. So the guy's name is James. He was alone. And he was trying to tack his helicopter with an optical tack. Oh, no. So he's standing next to his helicopter, I'm assuming, and goes to spool it up holding an optical tack above the blades. And as he increases When you say an optical tack, you're referring to the ones that you use to do prop RPM on a a plane. Yes, he was using... I'm I'm reading it right now. So, go uh, go ahead. You can confirm how accurate this is. Airplane-style optical tack. So, he's spooling it up, and as he's spooling it up, it lifts into his hand and literally fingers like we're almost cut off. Brilliant. Oh man. First of all, that sucks. But secondly, what the, what the WTF dude for real? Man, oh, who does that? Crap. And this is, you know, dude. <laughs> okay. I could make a, a crass. That's, that's a good word right there, by the way. My dad would be proud. He just smiled <laughs> down from heaven above. Crass. <laughs> right along there with serendipitous. <laughs> yes. I could make a crass comment if it wasn't, if I knew that people wouldn't take it the wrong way. So this is not coming from Nick, the co-host of RCHN. This is coming from one human to the other. Saying that that, in my mind, uh, I mean, my gut says that that, dude, that's population control right there. (laughs) (laughs) Because everything about it is stupid. Now, from one hobbyist to another, that I, I mean, it's, it's horrible because it, you know, it looks like they got everything technically put back on, but he might or might not regain feeling in a uh, thumb and forefinger. Oh, man. I mean, that. Is huge that so I I feel bad in that way, but on the other hand, it's like whoa, whoa you know, whoa. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen, dude? <laughs> when I first heard this story, uh, and I'm not going to mention who told me the story, but the first thing I said was Darwinism at its finest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, I just and this is a guy who people have looked to for advice. There's, well, there's the- we all make stupid mistakes. 
Yeah. That's but, one but thing. But deadly stupid mistakes? Well, we well. hope that it doesn't go that <laughs> yeah. far. And well. and I don't know, you know, you never know what's going through the person's mind. I'd hope that at least before he did it, he thought to himself, this is not intelligent, but still decided to take the risk. You know, if if he didn't realize what was wrong with that picture, then we've got bigger issues. But it I mean, it does suck to hear it. Sucks absolutely. Most like you said, Nick, because what if he never regains the full function of that hand or those fingers and then that jeopardizes his enjoyment of the hobby? I mean, that I would. Yeah, I, I don't wish, wish that, that on my anymore. worst. Oh, absolutely. Enemy. Not a, and not, I want to add one all. other thing to it. Now, this doesn't necessarily make it better of an idea but there are some unknowns at least to me and maybe nick if you're reading what happened i mean maybe maybe he devised a way to secure the heli down and it failed you know doesn't make it better this this was from chris so i don't feel like it's rumor because chris posted this um on the rc today show forums yeah he yeah. says he's not exactly sure what happened because it all happened so fast. All he knows is that he felt a blow to his hand and initially thought the blades had slapped the tack and actually turned to look and see where it went. And then he saw his hand. Oof. So he didn't know if he bumped the collective or, you know, maybe kind of got overbalanced or something. Yep, but he was still yeah. able to call 911. They got there in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Hopefully everything's fine eventually. Hopefully he regains, but still. Yeah. And just like Nick said, as a from human being to human being, my gosh, what were you thinking? Yeah, but for the record, I would also look my own mother in the face and say WTF if she did yeah. something like that. So yeah, it's definitely exactly. nothing personal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to no. me, the, the first thing I thought of was other than what you guys have already discussed is holy crap that could i mean first of all i'm glad he's okay first and foremost and it's not more serious but that could have been really potentially bad for the hobby yes if something worse happened yeah that could have been again a lot it's, worse. It's, it goes back to what we talk about you know us all being ambassadors for this hobby and yep. having that personal responsibility to think before we do something that could not only endanger us or others, but endanger the, the, the hobby we all enjoy. Yeah. Well, anyway. He'll be his own worst critic on that one. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah. I'm sure of it. I'm sure something went wrong, horribly wrong, that was not intended. I mean, I could only imagine, but my God, still. But anyway, we digress. What have you been up to, Nick? You been uh, doing any optical tacking on your helis? Lately? I no. <laughs> not 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 this week. Not this week. All right. Well. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny cuz I I had one of those once. I bought one of those little tacks. Um and I leaned over a 500 by myself once. Yeah. And got about a foot away. And it scared the shit out of you. And said, this is the dumbest thing I could ever do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> and it sat on the shelf never to be used again. Huh. Yeah. But anyway. Um, oh, man. Snohomish was a freaking blast, dude. Absolutely. I had a lot of fun. 
I'm very proud to say I only had one crash, and it it was my mighty little warp. <laughs> Those of you who know, I did get a warp. I couldn't take it any longer. I've been talking about it for a long, long time. Uh, I wanted them to get through all the, the you know, the initial working all the bugs out, and it's it is completely Jesse's fault because it's just. <laughs> I go out there and I just watch him tossing that thing around and it's like, God, oh, man, it, fly, it looks like it flies so good. It looks like it flies so good. So I finally pulled the trigger, got one, got it put together and uh, did the, well, not the first couple flights on it, but I didn't have very many flights on it. Uh, it flies amazing. It is without a doubt the biggest pain in the ass to work on of any helicopter I've had. Maybe that day will change if I get like a 130. Or something, but yeah. it is a um, cool little heli, though, dude. Dude, it it, it kind of like I get it. There was actually someone that posted on <laughs> our Facebook. It was like, you know, you guys are assholes. I bought a warp because of your recommendation, and after having to work on it, I sold it like twelve days later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it is a challenging model to repair. Um, the good part is is that generally speaking you don't have to repair much. You don't have to repair much and there are a couple tricks that uh and, and you know maybe we can uh volunteer Jesse like I just did to go ahead awesome. and <laughs> do some like tricks, you know, maybe some some like tips and tricks after his next crash. Uh, you know, on ways to access stuff quicker and easier because you don't just it, it, you just have to think about it a little bit different than you normally would. Is That's it one it. of those ones though where you sit there and you you see the part you need to get to, you're not quite sure how you're going to get <laughs> to it, and so that you begin to to contemplate just hitting it with a hammer. Yeah. Yes. Until oh, yeah. the part is exposed. No, I would say that's about halfway through the process. You see the part, and you go, wow, looks like I got to take a lot of crap off to get there. And you start taking it apart, and then you realize about halfway through that after 15, 20 minutes, you're really no closer to that part than you were when you started. Oh. And then you want to hit it with a hand. And there's possibly a way easier way to get there. Yes, and I think there <laughs> is. You just This is definitely one of those where you have to think way outside of the box. It's like you, learn, you strip the, the servo gear and you're like, fuck it. It's a rekit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is ex exactly what happened. I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, I went to, you know, most helicopters, you, you strip a servo gear. You try to take, just take the servo out, right? Yeah. Big mistake. No, no, no. Because that's a huge waste of time. What? you need to do is go at it a little bit different way and, and pull like the whole head, uh, like the main bearing assembly out, which mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. any other helicopter would be like this huge daunting task. But in reality, this is the quickest and easiest way. So it's not that it all can't be done. You just have to be very open-minded and kind of think stuff through, you know, Having said that, we did prove uh, one very hilarious thing. One of the most funs I uh, most fun part of Snohomish for me. Uh, I, I we're shooting autos with that thing. I love it. <laughs> like 
That was so much fun. We were crying. We were laughing so hard. It actually it, autos, it was, dude. <laughs> dude, it autos awesome. Like, you could bring it in and you could get that thing wound back up. Yeah. Uh, f- for those of you uh, who know that it, ha- it does not have a driven tail, so once you hit throttle hold, you are at the mercy of forward speed. <laughs> yes. And that, that is the key. Uh, so when you go up, you know, like if you're going to go up and do a stall turn, right? Turn all the way around, get the nose pointed down, and hit throttle hold. I promise you it's no harder to auto than like a 500 to 550 millimeter bladed heli to auto. I know that sounds crazy, but it is. Well, the tail's not robbing any head speed or power. No. Dude, it's got tons of hang time. Like tons. Plenty, plenty of hang time. Now, where it gets tricky, (laughs) you have to make sure you're pointing in the right direction (laughs) before you hit throttle hold. Or it will be potentially a very wild ride on the way down. <laughs> and you better be quick with your cyclic stick to be able to to, to counter where the tail is, as I learned. Um, we did attempt, I did attempt some inverted autos with it. <laughs> it will make it all the way up and over with enough head speed. What I found out is that flipping it nose over while yielding plenty of head speed to do the inverted auto, made the tail do extremely random things. <laughs> and that's kind of where it, it, and it I'm went still down. saying you got to roll it. Yeah, I know. And so after, you know, of course, after the last, I was like, okay, dude, I got to be able to do this. And I got a couple of them over. You know, they tipped over when they landed. But again, the thing is, it's just, it's built so tough that I think I dumped it over uh, three, four times, three times before yeah. anything actually. Oh yeah, uh, which and was those really, little really landing cool. gear. The way they're designed is pretty awesome because the yeah, first time it looked like it was broken, but it just mm-hmm. like pops out of the little slot. Yep. So yes, Jesse's right. Next time we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> roll it at the end instead of flip it, and ho- either a I'm gonna duck or it's gonna land, <laughs> and I'm not sure which one, but. No, that was fun. Um, man, The you know, we, we talked about it in the Snohomish episode, but just seeing Nick Maxwell was, jeez. It, it it changed my whole way of thinking. Humbling. <laughs> Humbling, yeah. Um, and, and was very inspiring for me uh, to come back and hit the sim. So as some people know, uh, I've, got a, I've got another dumbass move. Can anybody answer this question, all ye real flight people? If someone was to, let's just say, accidentally buy the airplane one instead of the helicopter pack. (laughs) (laughs) And it showed up to your house. Can you fix that? I mean. Well, I have the, I just have the airplane one. So I, I can take the ratchet out of the throttle? Uh, I just had to have do it one. manually. I mean, I had to take the transmitter apart. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, yeah. from what everyone's telling me, I don't want to, dude, you guys know how long it took me to finally get this. I'm too busy. I don't want to send it back and yeah. all that. And from what I hear, I'm going to end up flying all the Grani mod ones anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. Je- Jesse, hello? Anyone? Yeah, Help agreed. Me. Yes. Yeah, so don't worry about it. 
I don't I, worry about it. I did. Just get the get the the uh, throttle stick smooth and fly away. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go for it. And you can tweak you know what? The, the basic models. You can tweak them. Good enough. Well, no, I'll get the granny mod ones and then be done. I, I don't. I switch really. between the granny mods and the, the synergy. Yeah. And it's you know basically all I did was turn the head speed down and to reduce the power to it. Okay. I know Jesse and I, I said did a fair amount more tweaking. <laughs> pretty close. Yeah, we're we're he he runs a tad more head speed than I do. And last I I think last time you flew mine I had a little more kind of just like a little more expo. Yeah, it was like a grandpa heli kind of. Oh, dude, whatever. Just a touch slower, you know. Just them are fighting words. It could still do everything. It was just a little slow. Well, that's that's me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, screw you. <laughs> so, you, you got it. You've okay. been flying it then? No, dude. I It's still sitting in the box sealed. It just showed up today. Oh, uh, okay. Because I didn't want to open it yet, because yeah. I wanted to ask first and let you guys make fun of me. Um, I started uh, uh, my first scale-ish build, that Hughes 500 that Dan donated. I got You're that just now this. getting working on that? Did I see yeah. wood in that? Yeah, oh yeah, lots of wood. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> giving you a hard time. Oh yeah, wood no, is dude, for lots plankers, of wood. dude. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's rocking a, an, an old-ass 600 ESP... 6S setup in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, for now. I mean, I just want to get it together and fly it and see how it does scale-wise. And then um, the idea is to kind of fun scale it, but we'll see We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, the big hilarious portion of the last week for me is a lot of people, and I know, I'm so, I'm sorry, I get... A dozen emails a day on this. Uh, the Blade 700X. The mythical Blade 700 The unicorn. <laughs> the unicorn. It is a unicorn, all right. Uh, lately, yes. It comes in many forms. <laughs> it does. It's yeah. a shapeshifter. <laughs> None of which FedEx can seem to get squared away. Uh, yeah, they lost it. Uh, they screwed it up. It, it ended up. God knows where. Well, actually, I have a good idea where. We don't really know what happened to it. So after about a almost two weeks in transit, I come home to a box on the porch. And I was like, yes, it made it. And the tracking was real weird. The information, it, this was just like sketch. And I'm driving up, you know, my shop driveway, and I'm looking up on the porch, and I'm like, you know, that is the oddest shaped <laughs> airframe box I've ever seen. Like, I don't even think it's, like, to put the tail boom in there, it would have to be kind of diagonal, because this was a perfectly square box, but big. <laughs> like, huh, well, hey, who am I to judge, right? So I go out there, and I open it. Lo and behold, what do I find? I find 12 <laughs> toy, oh, this is like, AMPM grade helicopters. <laughs> Like mall kiosk helicopters, mall kiosk stuff. Like and, and and this is this is a package deal, right? There's twelve of these. There's a little like how to pamphlet on how to set them up for display. 
you know, like the, the, the cocktail menus are in the restaurants. They put them in the little plastic things that stand up. Yep. There's one of those with the price. $39.99. It's all right here in this box. Starting a mall business? Dude, this is a sick joke. I mean, really? Is, is Horizon? Like, I know these, you know, I know them a little bit, but are they really messing with me this bad <laughs> after all this? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it had this weird company on it. Well, long story short, I found out that FedEx does not deal with their own screw-ups. They have a third-party company do it for them. And really? So apparently, yeah. It's called, uh, uh, what was it? like Northwest Research or something, some very weird name. Hmm. And that's who this came from. Hmm. So I guess FedEx just goes, oh, yeah, well, so we lost a box with some toy helicopter in it. They look through all their boxes that they have there. Oh, this one's got toy helicopters. We'll send him that. (laughs) At least they sent you 12. It wasn't like one. Somewhere. I know, dude. In the United States... Habib at AMPM opened up and won the jackpot that day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Had to be Habib, huh? Yeah, that was, that was well, a nice that, choice yeah, of I name. Mean, I don't judge, but that's... Dude, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you been in an AMPM? So many options. So many options. That's what you like. Could have been, been Pete down at the 7-Eleven. Uh, no. It would have been <laughs> Pete down at the Seven Eleven. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hell for that one. Yes, you are. Um, eight mail to Nick, by the way. Eight mail to Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know what the plan is yet with them. I called the company. They really didn't seem that interested. Like seriously, they're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was like, so I'll, uh, if, if I give you my email address, do you want to just shen- send me like a return, you know, like a return label thing for somewhere? Cause they're not really mine. Yeah. 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 We'll send one out. <laughs> we'll get right on that. We'll get you something eventually. <laughs> she didn't give two shits. I guarantee you she did not care at all. Like, not at all. So now I have 12 mall helicopters in my possession that I don't really know if they're mine or not. Um, If they end up being, I think we already have a plan for them. Uh, Does it involve shotguns and uh, lots of beer? Well, take one or two of them. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Boy, let me tell you, my kid's been eyeballing one every time he walks by. (laughs) Hey, uh, Dad. (laughs) No. Okay. <laughs> he keeps walking. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna try and if you know if we're allowed to keep, uh, if I'm allowed to keep them, I think uh, kind of say at the podcast we're gonna donate them to Toys for Tots or something like that. Yeah. So, yep. Got to do something yep. cool. And then it is they poor Horizon. It went from, like, in the beginning, the conversations were all happy. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to be great. You guys, oh, this is, we're all so excited, and everyone's all excited to do this review. And, like, the last couple phone calls have been like, yeah, we got another one on the way. (laughs) (laughs) But it should be, (laughs) hopefully, and I say hopefully, by the time you guys hear this, I will have it. 
Looking forward to that. There you go. Yeah, I know. I am too. A lot of people are. Uh, yeah, past that, dude, just flying. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. And I got to give a shout out to, um, oh, who the hell is it? Futaba. Yeah, those people. They're fixing my 8FG. Yeah. And I don't get this. So, like, I had a BLS 256 servo, right? That got cooked when that BEC failed. Mm -hmm. So I send it in, and it's like $120 or something stupid to get fixed. And I was like, no. Okay. No, no. What what were they fixing? I I guess they were just I mean, isn't that only like 10 bucks cheaper than buying a new servo? No, they're pretty spendy. I think they're 160, 180, somewhere around there. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it's the high voltage tail. They're 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 proud of them. But you know, I I'm not gonna do that. Why would I go do that when I can go buy like an MKS or a Protec for the same price? You know, yeah. brand new and uh, brand it was just new. more out of principle. But I, I'm shocked because I send the ADFG in, it's got uh one pot that was going bad and uh a missing switch in the back corner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was looking pretty haggard. I mean, it really was. Yeah. And I was expecting to pay, you know, like 150 around in there yeah. by the time they by the time they do all that. 85 bucks. Nice. Oh, there you go. Bad. And that included shipping back to me. Hmm. How long did it take? So them? uh well, within by the when they got it, when they received it, Two days later, I had uh, an invoice. Nice. Quick. That's awesome. Very quick. Yeah, very quick. And then I think they get it fixed that day or the day after, and then get it right back out. Nice. Nice and fast. Yeah, I like that. That's how it should be. And yeah. Well, maybe we should go into some news. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's do some news. I have to admit that now that I've had my goblin for a couple months, it's really kind of starting to grow on me, with the exception of one thing, loading the battery. The guys at KDE, they addressed this issue. They made a removable battery tray. If you've got a goblin, this is your number one must-have upgrade. That sounds good, Nick. And if you're interested in any of the other upgrades that KDE has, visit their webpage at www.kdedirect.com. All right, guys, this week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What do you got for news, Nick? Nothing. No. (laughs) I got nothing for news. (laughs) Okay, so first up on my list, uh, I thought this was a little weird. Uh, this is uh, okay. I want to know. Uh, remember when we when we were talking about TSA and and how they went to the whole Hobby King route? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can buy a line helis at X Heli? Really? Yeah. Did not. Yeah. That's. And for those of you who don't know, X-Heli was like EXI, right? Yeah. Yep. EXI is a clone-aligned brand. Mm-hmm. 
So you can buy a line and the clones. A line has no place. shame, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, that's just weird. I mean, that is really weird to me that they would actually allow that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they just look at it as another opportunity. I mean, just think another about opportunity it. to make is one of those. It's, it's kind of one of those, I don't know, gateway retailers, yeah. if you follow me, right? That's All a very polite term. <laughs> very it's, polite. Is it polite? Yeah, that's, well? a, that's a very polite term. <laughs> you can editorialize if you'd like, but nevertheless, <laughs> you know, a line sees it and says, why not? We'll get some of the noobs even more than they already do. Yeah. But do it's you think that shop. do you think that they actually hurt themselves like <laughs> TSA did? Yeah. I mean because TSA that one for anyone that knows about Hobby King and all that is and that's kind of like I don't know shitting the corporate bed. No. Going to that level would be selling your stuff at Hobby King and then coming out with a uh, Plastic main bearing blocks and gray G10 side frame <laughs> shortly <Yeah>. thereafter. <laughs> yeah. So no TSA. That's a very that's a very specific <laughs> description. Yeah. There. That's, well, a, that, hmm. that's the the one way ticket to uh-uh. Hobby King's front page. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weird. I mean, they they. I don't really get surprised much by a line anymore. Yeah. Uh, nothing they do really, really surprises me. <laughs> um, iCharger has got a new charger out. N- not anything, you know, that I'm going to, like, sit here and drool over, like when they came out with the, the 3010, but this is the iCharger 308 Duo. It's kind of just like a, a smaller... Uh, not physically smaller, I don't think, but smaller amperage wise, and is a little more. It's a little less overkill. Oh, is it? The, it's a forty ten, right? Forty ten, yeah. yeah, yeah, forty ten. Then the forty ten. So this one is thirty amps aside simultaneously. The forty ten was forty, correct? Yep. 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 So if um. And then you can combine the two channels and charge up to 50 amps, which, good God. <laughs> what We could charge Dan's scooter. We could. Very quickly. Or we could. Very quickly. <laughs> we could light up old Sparky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we needed uh, to. But, you know, so I'm not like ooh-ah over this too much. Uh, you know, one thing that I don't particularly care for is the, the input voltage. The input voltage range is 10 to 30 volts. iCharger has actually dropped. I believe that they have dropped down their voltage rating on this one. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, my 306s, I can run 36 volts into them. hmm mm-hmm. Which, that's how I have mine set up. So, I would actually have to... <laughs> so, if I wanted to upgrade my charger in this case, I would have to downgrade my power supplies. And, uh, I don't know about that. But hey, for for two hundred sixty nine bucks, not that bad, and it really is sized. I mean, for since most people 
out at the field are dealing with like 2000 watt generator. Yeah, this is perfect. That's this it really right is there. perfect. Although I mean, it's I mean, got it an is. interesting set of stats here. It says maximum charge power, 1300 watts at greater than 23 and a half volts. And then in parentheses, it says 800 watts max per channel. Was that meant to be 1600 watts max charge power? And they typoed it or you can run 800 on one and 500 on the other. I mean, I, no. I'm not quite sure what, what am I missing? Well, you can't know because like if, if you look here, so it says charging at up to 30 amps simultaneously, or if you want to go all out, combine the two channels and charge at 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very. I, yeah, I'm, I don't not, know. I'm not sure if they're meaning like to get above 1300 watts, you have to be above 23.5 volts, or if they're just saying that's it right there. Yeah, because. Watts. Yeah, maybe that is what they're saying. So once you hit. But then, okay, well, if that's the case, then where do you get. At what voltage do you get 1600 at? Well, at 22.2 volts, which is full discharged 6S pack at 30 amps, it's 666 watts. So two channels of that is 1300. Hmm. Hmm. And sync mode, it's 50 amps. You know what? I'd buy a 4010. How about that? Sounds good to me. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. It seems like a great charger. Uh, it, it's got a fair price on it. It'll still charge pretty much everything that the average hobbyist would ever need. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it comes down to the age-old question, which is, why buy awesome when you can buy <laughs> awesomer? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> no, and, and you could not be any more correct. Yep. I can un- I can completely understand and relate to that. Uh, Savix has a new line of motors out. Uh, these are 700 class motors, BSM 5755 and the 5765 Pro Spec motors. You know, kind of right along the same lines. Uh, they they're designed to provide more torque and a little more efficient than the previous 5065 motor series. Uh, so the, the one is a 550 kV and the other is a, let's see, five, what is that, 540 kV? Bear with me. Yep, 540 kV. They kind of did the naming weird there. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, the specs are kind of like right in line with all the rest. We, we've reached a point, in my opinion, where... Almost every manufacturer has a powerful motor. Yep. I mean, really? Yeah, at this true. point, At this point, it's just kind of pick your flavor, uh, you know, your support. Like, who are you going to get the best support out of if you do have a problem? And what color do you like the best? <laughs> I do like <laughs> the green. I, I I, mean, thumbs up for the, for the green. Looks yeah, pretty no, cool. Yeah, no, that's... That's not bad. The weight seems, you know, 474 grams. That's that's right about in there. Yep. I think that's sitting at about what, where a 4530 motor is? Scorpion somewhere? It's a little little shy compared to a 4530 on power. Um, and it is only a 12-cell motor. So if you're a 14S guy, uh-uh, not this one. But, hey, 
you know, seems like a pretty good deal. Skookum. Skookum's got an update out just to kind of deal with some smaller stuff uh, for the uh, the five the SK540 clear and for the uh, black edition, some rare cases of like tail drift, which also hurt like the GPS position hold. Uh, they got that all squared away. Um, so if you have one of those, go get that updated. That is 3.43. There is, for all you that kind of got frustrated and might have not paid attention, there is also an update out for the LCD terminal. Dan, yes. that one's for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they released 3.4, and it took a little bit to get the LCD terminal update out. But you can go do that now as well. Progressive has uh, another one of their man. They just they got these combo things down, dude. These case combos, yeah. And I love the names on them. This one is called the the Neutrino Ticket. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, it's okay. Not the highest power. Don't get me wrong. It's got an iCharger two hundred six B in it. Okay, so that's the twenty amp one, I do believe. But here's the cool here's the cool part. It's in a a nine by seven case. Yeah. Wow. It, it's like really a awesome. like a camera case, dude. Yeah, dude. So it's a two hundred six B and a P three fifty power supply. This is, and it's let's see six pounds. Yeah, six all pounds in under fully six pounds. assembled. Yep. Yeah, all ready to go. Do you know how cool that would be? I mean, I love my charging case. And I can charge pretty much whatever I need to charge with it. But, dude, lugging it around sucks. Yes. And if you're not flying, like, 700 class and need to be charging every 12 minutes, this would be sweet. Nitro guys. Yeah, yeah this is the perfect guys. receiver packs. Yep. Absolutely, dude. It, uh, even for, like, Dan, there's a great example. Like this for you. You could throw... Um, you could throw a Goblin 500 pack on here, and this would be absolutely perfect for that. Yeah, 20 amps will be. Go rotate into Nitro Flight, and you're back up and going. Yeah. Yep. And, and nine, by se- 9 by 7 That's so little. Yeah, I got to do something. I got to get a better charging solution. There is no question. Something. So Justin, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ride that till you do it, by the way. Yeah, 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 I know. It doesn't yeah. help that I have to keep buying ESCs. <laughs> that is that is very true. But hey, and when batteries. You, <laughs> when you do uh, get that new Scorpion ESC, there's an update out. Uh, if you get yes, the there you got the one the one sixty coming, yep. It it should have it already in it. But for those who existing users that are out there, they have an update out. This is I have not tried it myself yet. This is a very big update in Scorpion ESC world. It they have gone through. They've redone the internal governor. Uh, there's there's soft start stuff. Re- there is just a whole load of stuff. This is a big, big, yeah. big update. I cannot wait. Yeah, I know a lot of people are really excited about this one. I, I think they worked on some external gov mode stuff. I mean, the whole package deal. No bug fixes here. This is a complete new firmware upgrade so if you have one of those that you can update definitely go get this put in there and for the blade 700x owners out there maybe one day this is actually kind of funny <laughs> because i have 
Uh, they they did a recall on the feathering shaft, basically like the spindle washers on the bolts. They didn't, <laughs> which is kind of funny because it does have to do with the head grips, and we were joking about the MCPX, <laughs> but I don't think they've had any of them fly off. For the record, <laughs> it's just that like when they go to repair them, you know, you unscrew it, and they were noticing that the washers were actually distorted. So they put an updated washer in there, big, thick, burly one. I have them. Hmm. Actually, I have them. How, how do they look? So, good. yeah, you, you, you have you the washers, why? but you don't have the heli. No. I, I, I actually sent them an email and was like, okay. Is this really how you're going to ship it to me? Like a couple washers? Yeah, at one, time? one, <laughs> one parts bag at a time. I feel like there's a more efficient method. <laughs> Who am I to judge? But <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you've got that, uh, we'll have a link up in the show notes. Go ahead; they'll get you hooked up with those. Uh, they seem to, truthfully, they seem to nip this one in the butt before the majority of people even knew it was a problem. So thumbs up, Horizon, for getting that dealt with. Nice. And that's what I got for news. Justin, you got any news? I have no news. Jesse's got oh, pick some me, pick news. me, pick me. Oh, Jesse's got some news. <laughs> I do have a little bit of news. It's it's a pre-order for the Compass 7HV upgrade head available at ProStarHobby.com. So basically what this is, is it will bolt straight onto your existing 7HV head but it's more of a traditional style head with the swashdriver arms. So they're going away from the, for this upgrade head, they're going away from that DFC style, I guess under some extremely high loads, people were having trouble with phasing with the DFC head. So if that sounds like something you've been experiencing, this head should take care of all those problems. It's a good looking head. It is, and we actually and we actually we got to see. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, we saw it in person at the Snowmish Fun Fly. Why Uh, thank you, Jones had it. Yeah, why thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tim was flying it, beating the freaking tar out of it. It looked great. Yep, it's it's pretty beefy. And yeah, the kit comes with everything you need. Just bolt it right on the existing. You know what's crazy? Okay, what's the price? Eighty bucks. That's crazy. And that is the arms coming off the blade grips, uh, bearings, and then you know the the links going down to the swash plate, and then the, the swash driver arms and all the hardware you need. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Not too bad. I'm sold. Justin, buy it. <laughs> I'm sold. Justin, I'll, buy it. I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna get it. Maybe it'll come <laughs> with free ESC. Oh, yeah. it could. <laughs> it could. You never know. One can hope. Well, that's it for news, huh? That's all we got. That's that's pretty good news, load. Yeah. Not too bad. I'm happy with that. Alrighty, guys. This week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. Somewhere on the other side of town lies a helicopter broken, bent, clinging to life. How it got there is a mystery. Was it a lockout or just dumb thumbs? One thing we do know, though, is the only chance it has for the right parts to bring it back to life? Helipros.com
been, I've been waiting for this. I've been, I've been, uh, I, I kind of teased you guys at the beginning of the show. We got a kind of a special treat for you. And I've really been excited about this because I, okay. First of all, the clips, the, just the various things that have happened. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be to narrow that down because as I was flipping through the descriptions, remembering various shows, I'm like, Oh yeah. And the next one, Oh yeah, that too. And then pretty soon it's like, (laughs) (laughs) I I just did a rough estimate and I don't know, this is probably pretty close based on how long our shows are becoming a hundred episodes. That's, that's dang near 225 hours. That's a lot of audio. That is a ton That's of a audio, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> what we did is I did get a few emails, and some of these emails coincided with um, with some of the picks that, that the four of us had. So we're going to kick this off. And I want to kick the first. The first one I, I'm going to play is actually one of Nick's picks uh, and also one of mine as well. And I want to bring one thing to everybody's attention of uh, this particular clip. It you may I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm I'm kind of a trendsetter. And this clip is going to explain that. So we'll go ahead and roll this first clip. This is uh from episode twenty two or thirty two. Twenty two. Is that right? Couldn't be thirty two. It must be thirty two. I can't, uh, I, I typed in 22, but it, I don't think that's right. Maybe we can take a guess. Here it is. Anyway. And, uh, so Nick and I do a little buddy boxing and, um, you know, I'm thinking my, my tune is off right on the, on the motor. Do you remember this, Nick? Nick was like, holy shit. <laughs> yes, I think you I got do. a little too much, uh, a little too much, uh, pitch in your helicopter. <laughs> I asked you how much, like how much pitch you run? <laughs> and I'm like 12. Uh, I don't know. About 11. <laughs> <laughs> my ass. <laughs> it was so drastic that when uh, when we switched, uh, if we were off just a little bit when we switched from trainer to master to slave, uh, Nick, you probably remember that last oh, yeah. flight when you took it off, and it was like I don't know, ten or twelve feet on the ground, and and uh, you took over just right towards the end, and it like just, I mean, you caught it just in time, and it was, oh, yeah. it just went right to the ground like it was just like a rocket ship right into the ground and twenty degrees of pitch will do that. <laughs> There we go. See there, so, trendsetter. We put it on the degrees. table, and uh, I'm thinking I could have swore that I had 12 or 11 in there, but apparently, dude, I didn't set that, and uh, it was maxed out. So I don't know, 18 to 20 on the top, 18 to 20 on the bottom, you know, and uh, that makes for yeah. a, a bogging motor, right? And you're thinking I can't ever get this thing tuned, man. It's always bogging on me. The so uh, I'm a trendsetter when it comes right down to it. Throws the blades. Yeah, apparently. You know, I mean, I was a little excessive. You could almost shut the motor off. But here comes the part. As you guys remember, Pinion was in this episode. And here comes Pinion's part. That was my mistake. Moving on. We got it was it. pretty funny. It we, had some, man, it had some really, really sharp pop on the collective, though. <laughs> a couple yeah. pitch bumps. I was like, whoa, what's, wow. Okay. Uh, that's, 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 hey, dude, I'm extreme, man. That's extreme. Hardcore. Well, Mitch and I are trying to determine what the hell's wrong with the 20 degrees of... 
Well, when you're me, it's a problem. How does that sound? Yeah. Because uh, I just... Uh, doesn't doesn't leave much room for cyclic either. No. No. <laughs> no. That OS50 was hurt. A couple of cycle. Just a couple. Yeah. So, you know, it was... It's not like a bat out of hell, but it rolls real slow. <laughs> <laughs> So that was, uh, I believe that was 32, guys. Does that ring a bell to you? 37. 37. That was 37. Uh, that was kind of a fun one because that was the that was actually the first time I got a chance to meet. That's the first time we met, Nick, at Snohomish. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, not Snohomish. Not Snohomish. Uh, Othello. Yeah. Othello. Othello. And uh, Nick did some buddy boxing. Yep. And uh, he was thoroughly impressed with my setup skills at that particular. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome thing ever. <laughs> so let's see. We'll move along here. Uh, who should go next? Let's see. Well, let's. Uh, Justin picked out quite a few, and I noticed uh, one thing about Justin is he he's into the first clip thing. You guys, when I when I say first clip, you guys know what I'm talking about. Whenever we do something oh, yeah. silly and we. Yeah. Dude, that sometimes that is some of the best <laughs> stuff <laughs> to listen to over and over again. It's awesome. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and see a couple of those. Here's one right now. Let's see if you guys can. This is from episode fifty-four. Uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry, dude. What the? <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, that was Nick displaying his epically awesome belching skills. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I forgot about that. That one yeah, really I took me by surprise. Here's uh here's another one Justin picked. That was uh, from episode forty five. Welcome to the Mikado demo. Oh. oh. You guys remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that was uh, that was uh, a clip that we picked. We that was from like uh, Heli Masters or Heli Masters. It was Heli yeah. Masters. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the Mikado demo. <laughs> Crash. Bam. Just drives it right in. <laughs> here's a here's another one, and this one is from episode fifty. Now Justin picked this one, but so did a few of our listeners. I got like four emails. On this one. So let's go ahead and play this. See if you guys remember this one. Do you guys remember this one? Sometimes I dream. Oh, God. I made this for Nick, as I remember. Yep. It's when you're on that Bobby. Gowie kick. Bobby. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was a uh as you guys remember from way Bobby. back in the day gatorade <laughs> and i remember i made that because i don't i what was that gowie kick all about dude i, I don't remember I, I, well, I was rubbing the nx i mean it was i think i ha- i mean I still think the X7 is a sweet heli. And, and that, that one was the one that was on my mind. And I, I, if I remember rightly, it was when they they were, like, it was before the <laughs> NX4 had came out, but it was the big hype. 
Yeah, and you I had a pretty big hard on for the for the NX four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until I got it. Until you got to fly one. <laughs> <laughs> oh and man, I all of those dreams <laughs> floated away like a like a loose fart. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So the next one, this one, guys, is from episode 31. Uh, and you might remember Dieter tried to do a live tech tip. If you don't, huh. you soon I will. To do Here we go. Tech tip. Usually I have to record this shit a couple times and do a lot of editing in order to make it fit into the 60 seconds. Excuses so, are like assholes. Everybody's got one in there. Just letting you know how it sounds in the first run. <laughs> All right, give it a shot. Okay, today's subject is tools to have in your box. Some tools yeah. are invaluable. <laughs> <laughs> sunshine? We already had an innuendo about the box Do you earlier. need sunshine in your box? <laughs> well, first, sunshine. Okay. Dude, you're over 30 seconds. You lose. Yeah. All right, here we go. Take two. Take two, Dieter. Dieter's tech tip. Take two. Today's subject is tools to have in your box, other than sunshine. <laughs> Some tools are in He really starts to struggle box. over this one. <laughs> Do you have another one, maybe? Because the tools in the box thing might just, just might be too hard to get done tonight. <laughs> okay, I, I'm almost there. It's just that, right. it's that first sentence. We can, we, can get, we can get by it. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. There we go. I'm shaking my mic. Tech three. <laughs> Dieter's tech tip. Take three. Today's subject is tools to have in your box. Other than sunshine. Some tools are invaluable to have in your box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get that part out. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So we've got that part. Just go ahead and start right, from there. Okay. Whew. <laughs> here's, the minimum, <laughs> here's the minimum of what you need to be prepared for many of these tools you'll need two because often you'll find yourself tightening two opposing <laughs> guys <laughs> mute yourselves <laughs> you guys are killing me here most most have two by the way <laughs> have two of each tool in your box okay sound down guts. <laughs> For many of these tools, you'll need two because you'll often find yourself tightening two opposing screws or nuts of the same size. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't realize when I wrote this. What were you thinking when you wrote it? <laughs> Obviously not what we're thinking now. <laughs> Tightening your nuts with the tools of the box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> plus, it never hurts to have an... Plus, it never hurts to have an extra if you strip something... <laughs> All right, all right. Chicka chicka bow. Only oh. bad sentence, I swear. 
All right, we gotta get through this. <laughs> Two full sets of quality metric hex drivers, at very least from 0.5 millimeters to 4 millimeters. Two sets of metric hex drivers. Two sets of medium and small size Phillips head and flathead screwdrivers. Two wrenches. Two sets of needle nose pliers. A set of digital calipers is invaluable to making sure everything is measured up as it should be. A set of high quality ball link removers. A ball link reamer, which looks like a ball link with slits in it. <laughs> These are used to shave away flashing that may be... <laughs> These are used to shave away flashing that may be making the linkage end too tight. <laughs> Tweezers. Lots and lots of CA glue and JB Quick epoxy. Wire cutters. Clear lithium grease. Oil lubricant like Triflow. <laughs> oh boy. Sandpaper of various grits as well as a file with a handle. A Dremel tool with various heads for sanding and cutting. And finally, it never hurts to have a toolbox to organize these tools in. Did we make it? I, I, we went through the script. And, I don't know and? if the editing is going to be a pain. No, <laughs> dude, we're going to leave most of that in there. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot the fuzzy handcuffs. So. <laughs> fuzzy handcuffs. So, dude, that was probably the longest 30-second tech tip I think I've ever heard. It's 60 seconds, right? <laughs> 60 seconds times four? <laughs> <laughs> so Dieter, Dieter, it took him four minutes to get through that tech tip. Why? Why were you recording that with everyone else? I would have hung up and told him to do it on his own because we were doing it in the middle of a show. That was the show where we did it from Spokane, oh. or from Dieter's place. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I remember so that. God, that funny. Oh, I remember were, that. Were, uh, yeah, that uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we it took him four minutes to get through that through that tech tip, and I'm sure I'm sure he regrets giving that a, a try. Oh, but uh, uh, moving along, Nick had another pick here, and this this was from episode 37, and it was from uh, it was Pinion talking about quads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, I've yeah. used this one so many times. You know, <laughs> it wasn't even a figure. It wasn't even a figure nine. It was like a seat. <laughs> how, how do you taco a pack on a plane wheel? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. epic. You know, I saw that. Uh, I watched that video just the other day. Uh, opinion, your your flame wheel video took took me. I, I'm catching up. On your videos. It's a lot of fun. The flame wheel's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's, you know, it's a quadcopter and, you know. You know, yeah. I was uh, out in front of Robert Abel's house. We were flying it out in the street. Mm -hmm. And I was working on my backwards flying. And he's like, dude, you're wasting your time. Nobody knows it's going backwards. It's just a mess. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, I guess. So, you know, working on funnels, any of that stuff, it, it's, it's only cool to you because it looks like an X to everybody else. <laughs> Going forward, so, that was pinion talking about <laughs> it looks uh, like an oh, X awesome. to everybody else. I love it. No one even knows. 
So moving along, Jesse had a few picks. He had uh, from a recent episode, ninety three. He did an interview with uh, Michael Hillia. So we'll go ahead and uh, I heard play that. Uh, our buddy fast. Michael put one in the drink. He did. That is quite a. <laughs> I really can't even think about that story without just cracking up laughing. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to tell it? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Or do you want to play the? Um, you know, I tell you what. Why don't we do that? We've got some interviews um, that Jesse did, and we're going to play them over the next few episodes. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with this. Uh, this is an interview. I guess it's with with uh, Helia, right, Michael? So, yep. well, it this was at Brooks, wasn't so it, we're Jesse? Play that, and maybe one or two others, and then we'll yeah. be back right after. So that's going through its motions. This was uh, you did. So, here we go. Here All right, guys, here at the Brooks Fun Fly in Brooks, Oregon, as you know, and I'm sitting here next to Michael. I mean, you guys might know him as Heli Yah on our forums and Heli Freak. So, Michael, how's it going? Are we getting some flying in this weekend? I got one flight in today. One flight in today on which heli? Uh, the one that's now underwater. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's underwater. You know, that is the first time I have ever, ever heard a response like that. So, you're going to have to fill us in. You know, there has to be a story that goes with this so-called underwater helicopter it started with a, a failed power loop and uh, I instinctively hit throttle hold and uh, the problem happened when I couldn't come out of throttle hold because I wasn't set up for that so it basically it was a blade stop and uh, everybody kind of watched it just go down behind the trees and as I hacked my way through the berry bushes to find it I found out that there's about uh, 40 feet of uh, like it's a slough and it's all just marsh basically and uh so it's, it's underwater there uh, uh probably resting peacefully at this point so just to get this straight the heli is still currently like as of right now you're sitting here nice and relaxed <laughs> in your chair back in the pits and the heli is still out there underwater uh my friend here he's uh, threatening to bring a guy in with a scuba gear to, to find it uh i get apparently the guys does salvage uh stuff so we might we might uh there might be hope so it, it's it's kind of sad. to me it's sounding like a write off, but and that that's pretty rough. I gotta say. Well, do, I mean, do you have any other helis here? What are, what else are we flying? I got a seven hundred uh, that I just built, and we're trying to figure out a tail wag issue on that. I've got a five fifty. I have to change out the uh, the hub on the uh, auto rotation uh, because it's uh, currently locked. But I, I do have two helis I can fly. I'm just kind of. Uh, and as I understand, that helicopter stayed under the water. Yeah, it is still sitting there in Brooks, plugged in at the bottom of some body of water. <laughs> oh, that's man. a bad day. That, that is a bad sucks. day. Oh, that was that was hilarious. So. You know what he replaced that heli with, right? He a TL five hundred. He went home and bought a war. Or, uh, that's right. There, he bought the uh, yeah. the uh, Goblin. Freaking Turkey yep. Lake five hundred. <laughs> All right, so moving along, we um, we did we did. Uh, Justin had a pick here on episode fifty three, and the description is driving to Othello. Justin, do you remember what this one was about? I do. Yeah, this one. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> this, you didn't think you were, we were going to get out of this one, do you, Nick? No. Nope. This was. I thought this we was were. Nick and I driving to Othello. So Nick picked me up. In his truck with the camper on the back, we drove to Othello. This was September of last year of 2012. And you know Nick and I, we're big nerds, and we're talking technical shit. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, let's let's see how that turned out. 
Nick and I drove here together. Okay. Nick knows what's coming here, right? Now keep in mind before he tells you this. No, 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 wait, wait. Okay. Before before he tells you this, you gotta remember that there's a rocket scientist and and a guy who's Got a little bit of smarts. Yeah, sitting in the seat, sitting in a vehicle. Now go go yep. ahead and so, okay. keep that in so, mind as yep. Justin's telling you. That's this story. right. That's the context. Okay, we're bullshitting on our way here. Um, we're having fun talking about fly barless shit, tuning, all that sort of stuff. Um, the uh, GPS system starts telling us take a right here. Nick and I check the map, make sure that everything looks good. Yeah. Well, it turns out we passed Othello like. 30 miles ago. Uh, I'm getting text messages from Dan saying, dude, when are you going to be here? Uh, 10 minutes. No, I no. think I think actually the text message was something like, uh, put the lubriderm away. We're 10 minutes it, away. It, yeah. it was. It was. Get your yeah. face out of my turn, lap. Put your, put your lubriderm and of glove away. Yep. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, the rocket scientist and the mechanic couldn't figure out how to get here. No, nope. we couldn't do it. Yep. We figured if the car broke down, the mechanic would fix it, and the rocket scientist should be able to navigate his way. Yep. Yep. God, didn't did work. We, did we have it? Didn't work. <laughs> Struggling to get to Othello. But you guys made it. That was uh, that was another live show, I believe. Uh, yeah, it was. It's important to put in your north and your south on the street names. <laughs> that, apparently that in was Eastern it, Washington. Yeah, it was a north or a south, and apparently in eastern Washington, that they they can be thirty miles apart and still be the same street. Yeah, we were we were well on our way to Idaho when <laughs> yeah. we figured shit out. <laughs> All right, next up on the list, let's see, let's do uh, let's do another one of Jesse's picks here. Let's see. Oh, we couldn't get we couldn't get away with this one. We had to play this one. Jesse had a pick. It was uh, Nick Sings, Oh Heli Tree. Oh, God. oh Dude, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> this is a dumb. I'm never Just doing soak this. Soak it again. in. It's going to happen. Ever. Just accept it. Christmas Eve. Ever. And uh, it's a great time of year. Everybody loves Christmas. So we decided here at the Nation that we were going to celebrate Christmas a little bit by giving you guys a Christmas carol. And Nick stepped up to the plate, decided to give us a rendition of Oh Christmas Tree. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and play that now for you. Damn it. So you guys can all enjoy the goodness that is Nick singing for us. Here I haven't go. heard this since then. Oh, Haley Tree, oh, Haley Tree, there are no forums I can see. Oh, Haley Tree, oh, Haley Tree. What brand of blades are under thee? What size of packs are wrapped and bold? Is my kit and E or glow? Oh, Haley Tree, oh, Haley Tree, just bring me parts so I can fly. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, man. I nailed that shit. <laughs> oh, that is There's Nick singing. <laughs> and since I remember on, when we were recording that, too, he he was like, I can only do this once. Well, the, <laughs> so even, even more context, I was in the same room as him when he's singing this. Oh, that's I was in right. his basement, dude. I was in your basement recording like a, across the room from you, and I'm just sitting there hearing this through the wall. 
Yeah, you guys got to understand when we do stuff, like when I do stuff like that, any little, like if a mouse chuckles, it's all over. He's like, do not make a sound. Do not make a sound. So I made them, like, delete their mics. Yeah. But then we, I mean, like, mute their mics, but then we had to still record their their laughing. And uh, I could just like picture, I'm like, these guys are just killing it right now. I know that they're killing it. Like as I'm singing it, which then started to make me kind of laugh and smile because I had tears rolling down my face doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're, we're on, the, on the Nick singing trip, there's another pick here. Come on. Yes. Give me a break. Yes. You guys might remember this little ditty. Well, I hear the nation coming. They're rolling around the bend. I hear they got a funny fly, but I don't know when. I'm stuck in crappy weather with the lines to fly. And when the sun finally comes out, I hang my head and cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Be sure to pick your waiters. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's fun when you get when you get in the mood to do that. I it it's just, fun it's, for us. Yeah, I don't know why. Like it's, I seriously don't know it's why. Gotta be about and there's doing no rhyme it. or reason, and I always regret it <laughs> because we end up playing it like that. Yeah, exactly. It's just great. I, now I know what what's in store ahead. Every time I do it, I'm, it's going to have to come back and haunt me. So, <laughs> so the next <sighs> the next little clip I'm going to play. Uh, actually, I'm not quite sure. I will say, if anybody happens to have the full episode eight, why don't could you send me an email? Because apparently, it's not the one that we have registered as episode eight. I don't know how that happened, but. Some of you guys might remember Rob crashing my velocity. And some of you guys also. Or, yeah, the fusion. The fusion, yeah. And you might also remember he decided to wait (laughs) and tell me that (laughs) while we were recording. During the live recording, yeah. That's awesome. By the way, Rob, you're still my hero for that. So we're going to go ahead and play that. He's so mad at you. (laughs) You're busted. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the nation version hey, two point hey, hey, hey Dan. What's up? Um I know we've got to start recording and stuff. Mm-hmm. But before we start, I got uh, um I got something I gotta tell you. Oh, okay. Alright. So your fusion's done. Right. I'm getting ready to ship it out. Mm-hmm. Um brought it to work today. You know, I wanted to, you know, get another couple flights in it, uh maybe get a video or something like that, right? You know, and flying really good. Um, hey, you remember I was talking to you about how I was doing those uh, tail slides to climb out pyro flips and stuff, and it was working really good on my X5 and stuff. But, dude, why are you, inter- why are you interrupting me? Why, why we can't talk about this in the show? Uh, well, just all right. Let me finish. So, all right. I was doing those with your helicopter, and by all rights, mm-hmm. man, it does it great. But all right, get this. Mm-hmm. I was flying a little bit out of my box, kind of windy, so mm-hmm. I was bringing it back towards me. And um, <laughs> I uh, I crashed it. 
Yeah, you you've told me this before, <laughs> so no, I'm not well. falling for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. Dan, I really I crashed it. Yeah, all right. Here's here's what happened. All right, I was coming flying back in, and the helicopter hit one of the guide wires for that. Everybody knows I got that big tower out by where I work by the parking lot. Well, you, you can't hardly see those damn things, and I usually don't fly over in that area. So he goes on to tell box, me <laughs> how he did it, and here's here's how that went down. I mean, he <laughs> we go you know typically as we go to start the recording, we we'll talk a little bit before that, but. He he, I started doing the recording, and that's when he he wanted to like oh maybe you know, so that clip was like the first clip of that episode. So we went into the recording, and he was like oh wait a minute I better tell you and I honestly, I didn't believe him because he told me a, a few times, that he'd crashed it, you know kiddingly. Yeah, not this time. Not this no, time. No, it was real. <laughs> it was good. And it was pretty bad, too, wasn't it, dude? He broke it. I mean, he ripped it in two. <laughs> Literally in two pieces. And and a little bit of RCHN history, guys, that Target Bag Award that we talk about, that is where that came from because to prove to me that he did crash it, he actually took a picture of the heli in a Target Bag because nice. it was in pieces. <laughs> so yeah that was um thanks rob <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. it's one of those things but we got it I back think. together it was uh not a not a bad not a well yeah it was it was a pretty bad crash it cost a lot of money to get that thing flying again all right so i got another one from justin here justin if you can remember this is from episode 45 and it's called eight cases do you remember what this oh, one's yeah. about? Oh yeah, I think I do remember. This this was this was my first introduction to the amount of fuel <laughs> So guys, it's been it's kind of a short Dan week. Uh, we're recording a little bit early because Jake and Nick are both going to be attending some awesome fun flies this week and I'm stuck at home. Yeah. Oh, boo hoo. But you guys don't feel sorry for me, I bet. No, not at all. <laughs> well, listen. It's I mentioned it last week. It's like my job. Somebody has got to go to the field every Not day anymore and make sure the helis are flying. Yeah. Answer me this. You got how many cases of fuel did you have shipped to your house the other day? Eight. Or the, uh, what? Three weeks ago. Two, well, two a, weeks. a week and a, four, uh, two days ago. Okay. Eight cases. How many total? Eight cases. Eight cases. How, how many, many do you have left? <sighs> I plead the fifth on that one, dude. No bullshit. Don't even no. <laughs> Come on, now. we want to know. Yeah, we want to know. Well, okay. As of this morning, I used up three and three quarter cases. Holy! Can <laughs> oh <my laughs> they deliver that stuff in a tanker truck? They're gonna start. They're gonna have to, dude. I'm gonna have to get like one of the. You know those big diesel trucks with the. You see them driving down the road. The like like Ed's truck. Yeah. You don't have one of those like pump things in the bed of your truck? No, and, and that's the thing. I'm gonna have to get one of those because uh and fill it with nitro. Because um Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I like I said, it's uh, it's my burden. It's it's my um it's what I do, you know. I go to the field and I fly my helicopters. It's Are you tough. progressing? Dude. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, nah, I might as well. 
I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking about. So that I was just uh, use this stuff that was like, right after right, I started right. burning the, the goodness that is cool power. Dude, that's copious amounts. Yeah, a that's week, crazy. A week <laughs> and two days, and you burnt fifteen gallons. <laughs> fifteen <laughs> gallons. Now I'm getting. Now I'm just getting sad. Remembering those days. <laughs> yeah, just bringing back the that memories. That just blew my freaking mind. <laughs> Jesse has one here from episode sixty-eight. And I think I know what this is about. It's called Stupid Things That We've Done. Hmm. Uh, I think this is where we each kind of do a little bit of confessing on some things that we oh, may yeah. have done. So let's go ahead and see what this one's all about. And I have melted, burned, lit on fire. More balance connectors <laughs> on 6S packs that I care to admit to. <laughs> and anybody who's ever done that knows that is a pain in the ass to fix. Yes. To go back in and completely re-solder a 6S balance connector back on two packs, not just one, and then have to re-solder new ends on your nice Y cable that you have on your charger because you were charging in parallel. And then that doesn't even count the bullet that you just blew up when you plugged it in. (laughs) Yeah. So it took, uh, I want to say about three, three times doing that before I was like, yeah. So, Nick, I actually remember another another story about you when I when we were you know one of those late nights down in your basement working on helis. Uh huh. That's what you were doing. It, man, again, <laughs> this guy, this guy. Seriously. No. So, anyways, you had I think it was one or two batteries hooked into your parallel uh, charge lead, oh, and God. you unplug it from the charger before you unplug the the packs, and yeah. just instant fire in your basement. Yeah. Just in in your charging case. In my charging case. Yes. <laughs> Just welded them right together. Nice. Yeah, you have to actually unplug the batteries before you unplug the charge leads Lead. out of the charge yeah. to plug in like different style. It's yeah. advised. It is. Or just don't let them touch, but that or clearly just, oh, no. didn't, oh, didn't no. work. <laughs> and man, they disappear fast. Yeah. Like when they touch, when you touch 44.4 volts together, oh, dude. those connectors go away fast. I got, I got, oh, yeah, dude. They vaporize. I've got two similar stories. One time, or just this last summer, um, I had, you know, Ed was setting up his generator, so we just used the one generator. And um, I was charging a um, RX pack. And the beeper went off. Apparently, Ed heard it. I didn't. He walks back and comes back and he hands me he hands me my 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 uh, battery battery ec5 ec5 banana plug (laughs) i'm like dude what are you what are you doing he goes what i said dude no unplug that damn thing he's just walking around with it swinging it around around. oh no luckily nothing happened and uh you mentioned the melting i um for, for some reason when i first started well i was using as most people were back then, the um, Dean's connectors. And I got into this, I don't know, this where I was constantly checking the voltage with a one of the um, uh, multimeters, you know, that have the two prongs. <laughs> yep. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to, trying to hold the Dean's connector between like my pinky and my thumb and, and then between my two fingers holding one of the um, little metal whatever they're called. What are they called? The little tester prong things, needles, whatever they are. Probes. The test, yeah, the test probes. And uh, so I'm holding one in there, and I go to put the other one in, and this blinding... <laughs> and when it's all said and done, I didn't get burnt, 
when it's all said and done, all the metal on the test probes gone. <laughs> all I have left in my hand is well, I dropped the battery, so I have in my hands I have two plastic probes that have no metal tips anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have my favorite one. Yeah. And this is, there is absolutely nothing, nothing in this hobby that pisses me off more than this. And I have done it numerous times and I will continue to do it. And I know that. Mm -hmm. I have those, um, well, you saw the pictures of my, my hobby room. Yep. I keep all my nuts and bolts and, you know, connectors and stuff in those nice little pull out nut and bolt organizers. Mm -hmm. Nothing pisses you off more than to knock a completely oh. full one of those off of like a six foot tall shelf Ooh. onto the ground. Oh my god, dude! You're still looking for them. It's it's horrible yeah. because then it starts a freaking chain reaction, which is why do I have all this crap anyway? And then I get angry because <laughs> it's like, dude, mm -hmm. this is junk. I'm picking up all this crap off my floor that I don't even want. Men are never going to use. So then you start sweeping it up, and then you're like, ooh, there was a washer. Here, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, that looks like a good servo horn. So you end up sitting. I mean, I'm a grown freaking man. I'm sitting on the floor in my basement <laughs> like a child picking up a freaking thing of Legos or something, picking through on my hands and knees with like a little pen magnet, you know? Okay, well, here we go. There's one. Next. Yeah. Here's two, because I'm too. It's not that I'm too cheap just to throw it all away, but I mean that's a good washer. You might need it. And you someday, never know yeah. why you might need that one washer. Absolutely. And then, dude, it just ruins. There's nothing that that brings any sort of build progress to a screeching halt more than to drop mm -hmm. one of those on the ground. Yeah, I just throw all that shit into one Tupperware, one two quart Tupperware, <laughs> <laughs> and then I get like a. It suits your organizational yeah, style, and, and, and then I just I get like a I don't know like a two till two millimeter hex driver and just kind of stir through it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that just makes that oh that makes the hair stand up on the back of my head. I could just see no 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 I got I got one. I'm sure I got one oh, here somewhere. Exactly. Just, just give me a minute. Oh, whenever anybody asks me, I if I had a fun fly and someone says, "Hey Dan, do you have?" I know I do, but I always say, if you want to go find it, you're more than welcome to it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm that guy where it's like, yep, the second container down, uh, you know, little compartment on the front right. No. Anal. Yeah. That's my worst. That's my all-time worst. That's, that's the worst thing that you could possibly do to me is to knock that thing over because it just ruins my whole day. Cricket saying hi. Yeah. Hi, Crooked Head. Hi, Crooked Head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, time to go down now. People get mad when I let the cat talk on the air. <laughs> yeah. It's a freaking helicopter podcast. <laughs> oh. Sorry. All right, so I can't really think of anything, I mean, other than this typical... typical. I've got one that drives me crazy every time it happens. All righty. Burning myself on the freaking pipe. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, man. That does suck. I do that all the time. 
or or what's worse when you are turning the engine or when you have to turn the engine off by plugging the the pipe and you forget that you don't have a rubber <laughs> pipe extender on the back i've done that it, it leaves a nice red ring on your middle finger for like 2 weeks <laughs> i have done that well at least now they won't and, be able to match up your fingerprints anymore <laughs> yeah true or <laughs> yeah. how about how about um leaving your electric fuel pump on oh oh yeah. dude now I've only done that once or twice and I quickly rid myself of the electric fuel pump. This was like way back in the beginning when I first oh, started yeah, flying. Oh yeah, no, no. But I know I'm, you've done this number a number of times, Nick. Oh, in my in my house or in your truck or in my truck. I've done it like everywhere. I went through it was like I got to have an electric fuel pump in this ghetto ass setup that I had had the switch on the outside. And if you were carrying your jug you could just turn around and bump the switch. Well, I always keep the end of the fuel line clipped. So what's it do? Oh, it builds up a bunch of pressure and then just goes, pop, let's go. <laughs> and that freaking hose goes flying everywhere. I've soaked the inside of my truck. I've soaked my laundry room. I've soaked my basement. I've soaked my pants. Yeah. You know, that reminds me, there is a, a, a relatively new thing that I do all the time that has really started to bother me and I can't, I, it doesn't happen often, but it, it's along those same lines. I got that, that Griffin pump, right? Mm -hmm. And this thing is an amazing pump. It pumps crazily. And so like, um, especially now being new to the, to the 91 OS is where you have to release, uh, the airline when you're filling up the tank or it, Oh, the YS. Or, yeah. yeah. The YS. Yeah. Tanks, yeah. The YS. And, um, inevitably I've done it. Oh, a dozen times, just happily filling up, and all of a sudden, <laughs> pop! The the lines just separate, and fuel goes everywhere. Yep, go somewhere, crooked you... All right, I'm back. You hosed down a can of skull. I did at, at, uh, at the last Othello because of that. I did, and uh, can't remember who was there, but they're like, "Oh, it's a sealed can." I'm like, "But dude." The whole can just got covered in poison. Yeah. So, actually, <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a similar experience. Uh, Nick probably remembers me texting him. How do you know when a fuel pump's broken? Um, you know how how would I know? I mean, it's, <laughs> it seems like it's not pumping fuel anymore. Well, this was when I was trying to diagnose my OS fifty five and going through all those troubles, and I didn't have the pipe on, and I just had that line plugged, and. <laughs> I took my whole fuel pump apart and I, I was doing everything. I'm like, this, you know, the pump. weirdest thing, my tank looks like a balloon too. <laughs> yeah, my tank is, has an incredible amount of pressure in my tank, but. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Craziness. Yeah. Well, you know what? We all do stupid things, right? It, it wouldn't be a hobby. That's not, I didn't give him a range, like what to pick. I just said, this <laughs> no. is the clip. This is around here. So, ah, he's, he's like me. He's like, yeah, you should start with the one where Nick blew no. up some shit. That's the one you exposes himself as doing a lot Whoa. of stupid ass shit. Yes, no. I do. Yeah, that's the one. I, we all do a little bit of confessing on that one. So that was. Oh a, yeah, that's a good one. 
So Jesse, as you know, I've been doing a lot of testing lately on my electric, and what I'm starting to realize, man, is that my batteries are really weak. You got any recommendations for me as to what batteries I should check out next? Well, Justin, lately, I've been having really good luck with Genzace batteries. So if you're looking for some batteries to get you through your testing and keep you in the air, I would definitely go take a look at Genzace. So there you have it, guys. Genzace batteries. You can get them at hobbyparts.com. We're going to play a few of the... Uh, of Justin's picks because he's he picked a lot of like the first clips so we're gonna play uh, here's one that I actually really like you guys remember Justin when we were giving you shit about the punctuation yep I do <laughs> let's, let's take a listen to this my one. name is Dan comma this is episode number 60 <laughs> section 60 oh, period <laughs> so hey everyone my name is uh, capital N for Nick capital L <laughs> E-N-N, lowercase, period. <laughs> so what we're, we're here, let me let me give you guys a brief explanation. Of course, you guys <laughs> just heard Nick. And then Jesse is with us as well. Jesse, say hi. How's it going, everyone? And then there's Justin. And, What's uh, going on? So I decided that, uh, you know, it's kind of an inside joke, but I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about it so you understand what, what that was all about. <laughs> See, we text each other quite a bit. Justin just doesn't, he doesn't quite get our texts if we don't use proper punctuation. So I just figured I would do the show that way. <laughs> this is Dan, comma, episode number 66, period. I, I don't know. Ellipses, semicolon. Don't like use that. too many ellipses. Though. Don't use too many ellipses. That gets you in trouble every time. Isn't it show 60? And there's uh, Justin telling us all about the punctuation. I, I'm proud of you, Nick. You actually learned the uh, don't use too many ellipses part. <laughs> Oh, let's see here. What would be another good one here? Oh, God, here's one that we're all familiar with. You guys, you've heard us say it many times. Let's let's rick this shot, Vickers. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's learn the origin of that. That's uh, from episode 64. Let's get on with it. Let's, uh, let's rick this shot, Vickers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, oops. I think I had an autocorrect problem again. <laughs> <laughs> that was so out of nowhere like it just that, that that was completely random on justin's part too yeah the stupid iphone does it to me all the yeah. freaking time man and and you're the only one that it bugs enough to correct it every time i know too. it always comes up with weird ass stuff I'm just looking at these going, which to play next? Here's a good one. You, uh, this is a funny one. From episode 37, Pinion giving the fun fly rule, the number one rule. <laughs> I remember this. And Pinion, you even had a, a shirt that kind of alluded to this. Get out of my box. <laughs> yes, but the most primary rule at the, any fun fly is don't be, be a, a douchebag. Douche don't be a dude. So let's let's let everybody know who maybe hasn't been to a fun fly. How would you? How would one be categorized as a douchebag? Uh, flying behind yourself, flying over the crowd, flying into people, flying into people, flying in other people, standing in front of people who are trying to fly, <laughs> talking to when, people. Uh, when somebody is starting their helicopter, you walk out and you start to fly. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
That seems pretty pretty simple. Pretty simple, easy rules to follow. You'd is think. there is there anything that's maybe a little less obvious that uh, we should talk about? <laughs> should I go there? I yeah, do know. it. Okay, yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Man, this is man <laughs> Like Mitch man egging him on. Yeah, right. do it. Let's say you have uh, a deuce that's coming whether you want it to or not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and you have to make an emergency run to the outhouse. Right. You get there. You don't care when you get in there that there's no paper. Right. <laughs> when you're done, you begin to care. <laughs> man code. Uh-huh. If a friend calls you and tells you that he's stuck in the outhouse and needs you to bring him <laughs> towels, you bring them. No questions asked immediately. You land your helicopter, you come immediately. Okay. Man code. So the are you I'm speaking? I think that's happened to me. I'm okay. Saying. You're not speaking from experience here then? This isn't uh I'm just saying. It's just me, John. No one's no one's gonna hear us, so you don't want to be trapped in the outhouse. <laughs> not a good not a good feeling. Okay. Really has nothing to do with fun so, flies. It'll work anywhere. There's Pinion telling us about how to <laughs> how to handle yourself with a fun fly. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Everything you need to know in one shot. You know, as you know, we're we're looking at a hundred episodes. My gosh, that's a lot of stuff. And there's only been two episodes uh, released that I hadn't been a part of, and I kind of thought it would be fun to remember. I think it was the second one, and this is the one where Nick and Jake decided that they were going to go ahead and pull the show off, and we're going to listen to... Man, I barely remember this. That was a long time ago. This is episode 41, and Nick and Jake doing a Hello, everyone. Welcome to RC Heli Nation version 2.0. This is Nick. Uh, this is episode number 41. Here with me, I have Mr. Jake. How we doing, Jake? Dude, that was good. What? That was like professional and stuff. I thank you. You're gonna make Dan jealous. Well, I know, I know he'll get all butt hurt now. <laughs> <laughs> so as as you guys have noticed, Dan is not with us. Um, he is currently locked up in the basement with some very inappropriate clothing on. Those videos will be up, but it's on a different site, and you have to pay with a credit card and everything. But no, he's yes. uh, he's sitting at the at the Heli Pros field, all lonely. Um, with horrible 3G service. So Jake and I have taken over, and uh, we're going to see if we can't we're, wing something together without the man. We're coping with my 3G service. <laughs> and we're going to cope. I mean, it might just be me. Everybody's going have to have to listen to me ramble by the end of the night. I don't know. I'll, it's I'll find a someone. distinct possibility. Yeah, I'll go grab that a That was the one where... <laughs> That was that first. No, it was one of the Helipros fun flies, I believe. Is the one before you guys came out, the year before. Yes. And we were going to try to do the show, but I could. The the cell reception out there was so spotty. Yeah. That we couldn't get any reception. So, on with the show. Jake and and Nick decided, shit, we got this. I got this. We got it. And uh, there we go. Uh, I remember there was one other episode where it was Jake and 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 Rob and the the majority of the show was them talking about their kids. <laughs> I guess Oh, was that Daddy Daycare? Daddy Daycare, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Here's here's one too. I you guys are gonna remember this one. Um this was from a uh, uh, Othello and it was uh, episode fifty four as well and um this one 
we talk a little bit about the consumption of alcohol. And, oh no! <laughs> Was this is this the origin of the hot apple pie? I think it's one of the first times we talked about it. Well, the first time that that uh, no, who no. experienced it on this? This one? one here, I believe, is the one where it wasn't the first. Uh, no, that's right. This was the second one second uh, where Othello. Justin and Jesse really got lit up. Yes, this was Justin and Jesse's first experience with yes excess <laughs> hot apple. This wasn't. Pie. I know what Nick was thinking. No, this isn't the one where Dan was drunk dialing. No, that was. Oh, <laughs> I was lit up. Here we go. Let's see. Kind of gave you guys how. a little bit of a teaser at the beginning of the show. I yeah. gotta tell you, I think I saw three of the most drunkest individuals <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. One of them happens to be with us tonight. Who me? Yeah, that would yeah. be you. But let me tell you something. You did it. You did it kind of right because you really, you didn't really. <laughs> Give yourself enough time to make an ass out of yourself. Oh yeah, so, I did. Let me give you an example. Let me give you. Let me tell you what I'm thinking here. So we're recording the show, and of course, as you guys remember from last week, there were bottles and bottles just flowing oh, around the circle. God. The, people have a very bad impression of us from these episodes. Yeah, it was that we rough, do. man. Well, so here we are. We're talking, and you know, every every you know, actually, I thought Jesse was. You know, they tell me he was kind of nodding off during the recording. I didn't notice. He actually semi passed out. In the <laughs> yeah, last he almost minutes. passed out in his little you reclining so lawn chair. So recording. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. So we get done and we start breaking up the equipment, putting things away. And I notice uh, Justin's kind of leaning up against his table and he's quiet all of a sudden, not saying anything. So he went from. Completely lucid, you know, having a good time to not saying anything. 15 minutes later, he's in bed. <laughs> yeah, there's, okay, you got to back up a little bit because he was like, I, I remember, because I'm helping you. Um, we were really, I think, the almost the only two in the area <laughs> that were coherent. <laughs> I learned from last May. Yeah, we're, we're packing up and Justin's in the, Jesse is off. Running around in circles uh, on in the field, rolling on the grass, screaming for his brother. Where's my brother? Where's my brother? Awesome. He was, I mean, done. Just, just you know, giddy, run around, fall, smash his face into the ground, laugh, get up, do it again. He was out doing that. And Justin is like... A drunken pinball. Yeah. In like, between the little table area where yeah. we're getting packed up, and he's just bouncing like from table to table, laughing, having a good time. And then it got quiet. Yep. <laughs> and let me Dude, tell you something I'll, else. I'll tell you, I, <laughs> it happened so quick. It did. It blew my mind. I remember the entire show. I remember the entire show, just like you said, Dan, we did the full recording. I even remember standing up after the recording and saying, Jesse, you passed out during recording, dude. You need to stop drinking. (laughs) (laughs) So let me, let's fast forward a few minutes. This is after, this is after uh, Justin is kind of leaning up on the tail. He's kind of quit bouncing around at this point. And Nick and I continue to, to wind up chords and, and there were, there were a bunch of us doing it. We were winding stuff up, getting things put away. And I can't help but notice that uh, Justin must be getting hot because he's now sprawled out on the grass trying to, I guess, cool down on the nice cool grass. And, and we get out there and they get him up. They stand him up. 
So, Justin, do you know what comes next? And they're kind of holding him up. Yeah, I think so. Only based on what you've told me. I don't remember any of this shit. Pretty soon we're going to get into an explanation of what you looked like while you were sleeping here. Yeah, I know. Thanks, you bastard. Not really responding, but just when someone would say something, you know, just kind of agreeing with her. Whatever, you know. Could have said whatever. You're a jackass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> and then literally it was just a few minutes later, he's in bed. And Nick, please oh, tell here us it comes. the story. I okay, so all of a sudden I'm like, where where is Justin? And and Dieter was still gone at this point. Someone's like, Oh. And everybody's laughing. I'm like, okay, what's so funny? They're like, oh, well, Dieter walked him in and, and put him to bed. And apparently, I know that, yes, it was on accident. It was a stumble, and uh, I'm grabbing for anything before I hit the ground. But I think he grabbed some ass. He got some Dieter ass. He got a handful <laughs> of Dieter ass. I was totally down. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So I walk into my trailer. And Justin is in the bunk. I've got like bunk beds in the back, and you know, these little cubby bunk beds. And Justin's in there. Okay, so one arm is just straight down at his side. He's still in his jeans and his shirt. One arm is like straight up, bent at the elbow, with almost kind of like this claw type finger shape that he's got going on. <laughs> and I stick my head around the corner. Just to make sure at this point he's still breathing. <laughs> and he's like licking the air like a lizard. <laughs> Completely passed out. I was like, oh my God. This is the most awesome thing I've ever seen. So I walked and you back didn't outside. take a picture, dude. dude. I told him to get video. I, we were all laughing and everything. And, and, and then, you know, I walk back in. He's sitting there. He takes a big old lick out of the air, and then his eyes just go wide open, and he looks straight at me. And I was like, "I was, It startled me. I was a little <laughs> caught off guard. I was like, "Whoa!" I was waiting for like his head to spin around and green shit to come out, <laughs> like The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, and he just looks, gives me this straight look, and he's like, "Not good, dude." And then, <laughs> and then passes back out. <laughs> that was it. Nothing. Oh. And then. Okay, and then started the most intense, like, I just can't even describe the snoring that could come out of one individual. <laughs> See, now, now this is interesting, dude, because I don't usually snore. Oh. And, and you, all three of you, Jesse, Jesse's brother, BJ, and you, the next morning, they, so that I wake up, I roll out of bed. And everyone's waking up with me. And all of a sudden, I just hear laughter. Like Nick's <laughs> cracking up in his bed. Jesse's on the bunk above me. He's laughing. BJ's laughing his ass off. I'm like, dude, what's going on? I, I don't get it. And Jesse's like, dude, I didn't think I was going to get to sleep. You snored louder than I've ever heard anyone in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. And Justin's like, oh, my God. God, what the hell? My throat hurts so freaking bad. Dude, it, it was bad. It was so bad. Then, then we have to, Dan, I'll, I'll let you, because now, okay, so yeah, we he, he hopped right up in the morning. Yeah. 
yeah, let's good to Chipper. go. Chipper. Hauling stuff out. He's like, huh, you know, almost a little bit of a, a strut. Like, dude, I feel fantastic. Feel mm-hmm. great. Yeah. We get all set up and he's just kind of sitting there in the chair. And then it hit. Yeah. It did. And I actually have a picture of him sitting in the chair, kind of resting in his lap, one elbow on his knee, arm to the forehead, and just looking like it went all downhill. Well, now, hold point. on. Let's let's be clear here. When I first woke up and I was chipper, I'm standing under Dan's tent and I'm drinking water bottles like crazy because I know what's about to happen, right? I'm eating <laughs> bread. I had like three or four pieces of bread thinking that'll soak it up a little bit. I'll sober up. No problem. And then I start feeling crappy. I go back in and lay down. Now, I don't know how long I fell back asleep for. I think I got up around 11 or noon. That's when it started getting bad. Yeah. Then I heard oh, you slept yeah. all the way home. Most of the way home. Yeah. 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 Is- Nick and I talked a little bit, but not much. So that was the fun we had. And let me, there's a couple other little stories I'm going to relate to, but uh, I just want to mention that, um, I did good this time. I didn't let the apple juice <laughs> overwhelm me. And, it takes uh, a victim every year. It does. So I don't. Well, and- the next two people, I'm not going to mention any names because I just don't want to do that because maybe they don't want their name mentioned. But when you have to walk out to the field in the morning and look at everybody and say, I don't know who I need to be thanking. But whoever got me to my RV last night, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yep. And uh, I'll uh, just, I will give a big, you're welcome to yep. that individual. Yeah. <laughs> and again, guys, I, I, I don't want to mention names because that's just not cool. I mean, I don't know if they want one to broadcast who they were. And if you wanted to find out, I guess you should have had your lily ass at the Yellowfellow Funfly. That's right. So the next one, we get everything set up or, you know, taken apart. And uh, if you've been to the Othello Field, there's kind of this uh, building that's got a, I don't know, an overhang like a porch. You know, it's a It's a shop. Floor. Yeah, it's a shop with a just a little, yeah. kind of like a front porch on it. Yeah. And so we go back just to kind of scout things out, see if we hadn't left anything. And this individual, super nice guy. Oh, my gosh. He uh, related to me, says, you know, I don't usually, I, and I, <laughs> Jesse, I took Jesse's fifth of, uh, <laughs> he's still talking about it, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I took Jesse. I had a whole fifth. I know. I took, I, I said to those guys, cause I figured Justin wasn't going to drink anymore. And I know there was two bottles of liquor in that cat in the Nick's trailer. I said, give me one of those bottles. I'm going to go drink some. And I took the bottle over there and sat it down and grabbed a cup and. And uh, this individual says, you know, I don't usually drink liquor, but I'll have I'll have a little hit. So he takes a little sip. <laughs> bottle works its way around to him. He takes another little sip. And he just continues as the bottle makes its way around. He goes from a sip to a nice hit to a couple more just shot size. <laughs> and then the bottle stopped at that person. Oh, and then it just bottoms up. It went is like, uh, you know what? This is water. That's it's It's water to me at this point. And, um, he had such a good time, and I don't ever fault anybody. When when you go to a fun flyer, you're going to some kind of event like that. You know what? If you're gonna just cut loose, just cut loose. And he did, and he was having, and he got to the point where, Dan, you're a nice guy. <laughs> and then it went to, then it went to, 
And then, anyway, as the night progressed, it took some coaxing to get him into his trailer. And uh, to all of you, all of you guys that went and had a good time, awesome. And to all of you who didn't go, shame on you. You should have been there. We had a great time. It was an awesome, fun fly. It was a so blast. That's, uh, Absolutely, that's Justin when he gets really drunk. Really looking forward oh, to it. Oh, that's <laughs> thanks, guys. That's <laughs> oh, that that's was, great. That was some of the best entertainment. I still have you that two. image. And I, I, I what did I? You said what did I say? You, I was looking at you, and you stared back, and I was just like, "Not good, dude." <laughs> and then I passed out. <laughs> and then the next morning, oh, that's what's oh. funny about that. He wakes up and and. He's all chipper. Do you remember that, Justin? You're like, oh, dude, I, dude. I told if, if you yeah. listen to that part of the episode, I t- I told you I thought I was proud of myself. I'm like, dude, seriously, I feel great. Still drunk. Yep, still <laughs> drunk. And I can remember because Dan's Dan's uh, little trailer was parked right next to the door that get that goes out of Nick's trailer, and I can hear Dan saying, "Is that Justin? How are you awake, dude?" Yeah, I I wake up. I feel like crap. Justin pops up. What's up? Morning, dude. Ready to do some flying? I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> this is not physically possible. And we're sitting out there, and I'm still looking at him out of the corner of my eye like, you son of a bitch. How did you do that? Like, that's not possible. And he's all chipper and laughing. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. It feel pretty freaking good. And then like 1030 hit. Yeah, I, well, I went back to sleep. And then I came oh, back out, and I was just, oh, bad. Like three hours. Bad. You sat in a lawn chair in the middle of the field by yourself. Holding your head. <laughs> yep. Holding your head. <laughs> yep. And then you went to eat some bread to kind of try to soak up some of that alcohol? Never again, Never dude. again. Never again. <laughs> the hot apple pie will not bite me like that. Dude, that stuff that was, is deadly. If you're not careful. That was a long ride home. I could imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. Justin's head up against the window. <laughs> and I remember at, at <laughs> points along the ride home, I remember being conscious enough to like hear Nick talking and thinking to myself, oh man, I better say something so he feels like I'm still engaged in the conversation. But in hindsight, <laughs> I'm sure he was like thinking that I was completely freaking out of it. <laughs> oh yeah. So here's a here's another one. Uh, you know, we, we talked about sometimes we get Nick to do some kind of off-the-wall things. And um, I remember once where he... Do you remember Nick when you were trying to do that Australian accent? Or we kind of goaded you into it? Oh god. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> this was not voluntary. This is episode sixty three. This is episode sixty three. But we have a pressing matter that must be attended to before we can continue on with the show. Uh, I was in the chat room the other day with some listeners. And of course, as you guys know, we have a few listeners from the UK or from uh, Australia. And one of them said that he will not listen to the show unless Nick says a dingo's ate my baby. (laughs) (laughs) So we're putting Nick on the spot. And by the way, there's Nick. You guys all heard Nick. And of course, Jesse and Justin are here. Say hi, guys. 
What's up? What's up, guys? Can I go home? No, no, you can't, dude. This is uh, this is your you thing, God, man. It sucks to be. Do it. Do it. You can do it. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. So, okay, what am I supposed to say again? Well, I'm going to... You've probably seen the episode. A lot of you have. It's the... Um, uh, it's that ep- uh, Seinfeld episode where Elaine goes, a dingo's ate your baby. And I'm going to... Oh. You're familiar. Dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you can blame this one on on uh, Tomo is the listener's name or Tomo. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Thanks a lot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were just so impressed with your um, your <laughs> ability to say down under, down under, that they just wanted to hear you say the the dingo thing. Like okay, so as in like maybe a dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you gotta say that again. Do it again. Oh, okay. I need to hear it again. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is pure gold. Oh my god. That's awesome. So there you go, Tom. I Tomo. cannot believe I actually just said that. <laughs> you can hear it all on here. Oh, so look, Tomo, there you go, buddy. I told you. Archive just for you. Yeah, list on. That was uh, that's price. That's uh, pure <gasps> RCA. Uh, I'm at the Gold. butt end of so many drinks. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and since that recording, he's never said it again. Never has no. said it again. And I noticed it's getting harder and harder to convince him to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's. It probably doesn't help it. that we keep bringing that yeah, kind that of stuff up. It. Yeah, <laughs> it won't just die at, at that moment. All right, I have one very memorable moment uh, of all the episodes, and this was from episode 18. Now, this was kind of, it wasn't, it's not a funny moment. It's kind of a serious moment. And you guys might remember we had Seth Killian on the show. And Seth Mm -hmm. has got kind of a unique story. So I took a little bit, that's a, it was a pretty long interview, but I just took a bit of it. uh, It it just made an impact on me. And it was, it's just very memorable. So I thought we would, Play that in one. my Go life that I've noticed is that, that right every now. now and then I get to a point in my life where I meet somebody else who's gotten to a point in their life where they say, wow, looking back, I can't believe things worked out the way they did. Why, you know, the way things work out. And yeah. and for me, it's no, it, it has been no different. Um, my story kind of goes back a little bit. I basically, I've, I've grown up basically with two passions in my life, and that was skateboarding and playing music i've been playing guitar since i was a little kid and skateboarding since i was a little kid mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways didn't really care to grow up i, I kept doing them I, I they were absolutely my escape for everything it was my inspiration for everything so i spent a lot of time skateboarding like i was saying um i think it was in either 99 or 2000 that um I had a pretty nasty spill, nothing too major, but I fell pretty hard off my skateboard and fell on the ground. And when I got back up, I got really, really dizzy and and disoriented. And my heart started pounding through my chest, like really, really fast, rapid heart rate. And I didn't know what was going on. I was with a good friend of mine at the time. And all I knew is I needed to get home and he took me home. Well, this it was kind of like i guess i could explain it like heart palpitations something like that well that lasted for a few hours and i got dizzy i kind of blacked out a little bit and just it was a really like terrifying scary experience but 
me, I hated doctors and hospitals, so I didn't really bother saying much to my family. I just kind of laid in bed and tried to wait for it to pass. And uh, over the next few years, I noticed I kept having this reoccurring thing happen where I would get real dizzy and my heart would start going like crazy. Eventually, I went to a hospital after one of these episodes. It would happen just tripping and falling on the ground while I'm skating, you know, nothing big. And I would get to the hospital, but by the time I'd get there, the episode would go away. And the doctors would look at me and say, well, you look fine. Your stat, your vitals are all normal, and they'd send me home. About 2006, so about six years later, I ended up falling down, skateboarding, and dislocating my shoulder and couldn't get it back in socket, so got rushed to the emergency room. At the same time, my heart's doing this thing again. And they come back and they say, well, your vitals are going all over the place and we have a specialist here to talk to you. And so this doctor comes in and tells me, um, basically, you're showing symptoms of a disease. It's called Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. And he said, it's something that you're born with. It's genetic. And, you know, basically the way he explained it to me was, you know, the human heart has two electrical signals normally he said yours has a third one he says for whatever reason when you fell down this third signal got activated he said the problem is if that third signal ever fires with the other two at the same time he said basically your heart short circuits and you die so he says this is a serious thing we need to refer you to a specialist right away so i got set up with that kind of deal well the specialist that I saw said, look, uh, and this was 2006, I'm 24 at the time. He says, you know, generally we try to catch something like this. He says it's very uncommon, but we want to catch it when you're usually in your younger years. And yeah. he says there's different, you know, severity levels or types to this disease. He says you happen to fall into, into the area that's the most severe. And he looks at me and he goes, honestly, he goes, I've had about a dozen or so patients that have had, you know, the severity of heart condition. He said, they usually don't make it past 30. And I was like, whoa. And he goes, well, but the good news is, is that it's completely curable. And so kind of got a sigh of relief from that. He goes, but you're going to need to, you know, find a way to get funding to get it paid or paid for. I didn't have insurance at the time. Yeah. And so I said, all right, well, whatever I need to do. And I signed up and applied for the insurance. A few weeks later, I got a phone call and he says, well, unfortunately, they didn't approve you. You know, we want to try it again. So I spent another three years or so just applying over and over, trying to get this thing paid for and just getting denied back and forth, back and forth. And finally, it just seemed like, man, this is never going to happen. I mean, this thing that can be you know cured so easily if it's just paid for and i i pretty much gave up at that point <clears throat> uh, and uh i didn't know where else to turn you know i thought man this is it i'm gonna be 28 29 30 hmm. you know what else am i gonna do so there was a period in my life that i just completely shut off you know i shut off from friends from family and i thought i don't know what else to do i'm pretty much giving up at this point 
you know, I'd quit skateboarding, quit playing guitar. I had nothing, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but luckily for me around that time, I, it's funny to, to, to think back on it now, but that's when I stumble into this hobby shop and I get this helicopter and I'm flying this helicopter and I'm getting all stoked on that, you know. And then I start meeting friends, you know, here on Heli Freak and on the Phoenix uh, Simulator. And I don't know, it was almost, it was kind of like the colors in my life went from, you know, gray to a full rainbow. Like, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You all right? No, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. You know, um, it, it's just weird how that works out. And, uh, you know, my situation, I talked to, as I was talking to you a little a bit earlier, is it, kind of similar um, in that I have was dealing with a congenital issue and I injured myself at work and, and the congen- congenital so issue. So as you guys can see, the forefront that interview was deal. pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very and, emotional. Yeah, he he's a he's a his story was was really inspirational. We got a lot of feedback from it. And uh, to to be honest, out of all the hours, that one continually stands out for me as one of the best moments in our in, in my experience with RCL Nation when it comes to just interacting with the listeners. And in particular, with with Seth this time, it was just a fantastic interview. And if you guys haven't listened to it, I would definitely download eighteen and check that whole interview out because he really takes time to, you know, because I kind of had the, a similar story with, you know, with my condition. It's like I, they're like, dude, you gotta you gotta do something or else you're just gonna whittle away and die. And you know, his his whole thing was the change, the something to look forward to. It's a fantastic story. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely download that. Well, guys, definitely there's quite a few clips for us to go through. And what we decided we're going to do is probably do more of these on uh, episode 102. So tune in for that. We'll definitely get some more clips put together because we could probably go on for a few hours and that's just too too long. So we're going to go ahead and do that. I think maybe we should just let everybody know how to get in touch with us so we they can send us the hate mail from the first part of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, it's going to be coming in thick this week. <laughs> yeah. I know it. So we'll just yeah. give you Nick's email address and call it a night. Yeah. <laughs> how, would, how would we do that, Nick? <laughs> um, you would probably go ahead and in the spirit of the comment, you would send that, send that mail via flying carpet <laughs> to nick at rchellynation.com. Justin, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? You could send me an email at justin at rchelynation.com or try catching me on our forums or in the chat box on our homepage. And Jesse? The best way to get in touch with me would be to shoot me an email at jesse at rchelynation.com. And I am Dan. You can reach me at dan at rchelynation.com or Dan Kirin on the forums. And before we go, uh, you know, with 100 episodes down... I just would be remiss if I didn't thank a lot of people that had a lot to do with the show. And we've talked about them many times before, but it's worth mentioning again. Guys like Rob and Jake 
and Brian Foster and Dan Taylor and Callum Vickers uh, and, oh, you know, Dieter and Michael and just there's so many of you people out there that have just really helped us out and uh, been very supportive and, and, you know, thank you. So, yep. and on that note, yep. guys, uh, this has uh, been kind of a fun episode to go down memory lane. We sure hope you enjoyed this <laughs> this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week. We'll see you guys next Monday. Let's do the next 100. Oh, yeah. Later, guys. Take it easy. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation, LLC, and is brought to you in part by Heli Pros, KDE Direct, Progressive RC, and Jens Ace Batteries. We thank you for listening, and if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email. Yeah.